0: No!
1: This is the Troll Patrol, live, with Justin Freakin'.
2: Oh, hey there, I didn't see you come in. Good evening! It's the Troll Patrol, live, and it's a freaking Sunday! Locomotion, what is up? Warlord Simp, so glad to see you guys. Chainsaw, Chainsaw, my man! I asked Chainsaw to be the... Second guest back on the relaunched Friday night free End of the show, Warlord, end of the show. You'll be asleep by then. That's in the bullshit section. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I have I have so much to talk about with the Burning Man. <laughs> so we've we've got people saying that it was a harrowing event and they were barely able to make it out alive. We got other people we got other people saying They're going to keep the party going. You can't stop it. For for those of you who are unaware, the Burning Man Festival was this weekend. It is held out in the middle of the desert, and uh, thanks to climate change, the desert actually saw a torrential downpour. (laughs) And uh, and, uh, people... People at Burning Man really didn't know how to react. So they're saying they had to make a six-mile trek out of the desert. So it's a whole big thing. Chris Rock was apparently stuck at Burning Man. <laughs> Sorry, yes, yes, yes. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. That's at the end of the show. That's after Oprah and The Rock are going to beg you for money. So, so much bullshit on this show. So, sorry I had to take a couple of days off last week. Um, I wasn't in the best spot last time I talked to you guys. Like, I was like, I said I was on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Several people checked on me. I was actually just making a joke about being bald. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I wasn't in the best spot. But I was like, I'm on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Might shave my head people actually like were checking on me. And I'm like, well, no, it's just like I ran out of pot at the wrong time. Uh, my cat was being really annoying. Uh, I, I made a video on my Adobe software. My Adobe software crashed like three times. And then when I finally put the video up on TikTok, it gets muted. Bad weather follows the hippies. Exactly right. Libertad. Good evening. Welcome. So I just uh, the CM Punk news hit Justin really hard. For those who don't uh, who don't know, my favorite wrestler, uh, probably of all time, now <laughs> is CM Punk. I love the guy. Clinically, good evening. I love the guy for a long time. But like I didn't even know what his politics were, and then he comes out and he's like, "Defend trans lives." He wore that shirt with a uterus on it. It was like, "You get your own, then you can tell it what to do." Fucking CM Punk is the man. CM Punk fired from. <laughs> he's the real goddamn world's champion. <laughs> fired from AEW after another backstage incident. So yeah, I didn't take I didn't take I didn't take that very well. Uh so I spent Wednesday I had a project I needed to finish for a, a client and then Thursday I just kinda chilled out. Um I t- I think I took a nap. Caught up on some wrestling. I watched some T V shows, that sort of thing. I get I get to where I get so busy I don't get to actually enjoy my free time. So I played some Nino Cooney. I watched, uh, the end of the righteous gemstones. I hadn't watched the end of the righteous gemstones yet. Uh, started to watch some black mirror and I didn't, um, didn't get around to it. Uh, I made, I made an all day meat sauce. I cooked all day yesterday. I love to cook. That's always a, a relaxing thing for me. I made a meat sauce. I cooked it from, from scratch. Made, made a tomato sauce, a bolognese completely from scratch uh, put it over top of stuffed shells that's what I've heard clinically that's what I've heard I'm a, I'm a big fan of Black Mirror but like I've also I watched a um a YouTube essay about like how in the fuck can like we've gotten to the point as a society where shit is crazier than Black Mirror could possibly be <laughs> courage the cowardly dog I I'd need to check that out then Simp if it's it's still an amazing show. Is that not a kid's show? Which not not that kids' shows can't be awesome. Like Adventure Time is an awesome show and it's a kid's show. So I, I, I do not uh I do not begrudge somebody for liking a a a show that is extensively uh more gonna, The Muppets are supposedly for children, right? But also they they had an adult following. And well, I, whether they were for children, cause like it was supposed to be a, a all ages show that would appeal to children but also appeal to adults. And that's that's one of the things that made the, the fucking Muppets brilliant. I'm just I'm just fucking rambling now. Here's your meme of the day. I see the poors are at it again. He needs to remind George, you're poor. I just i can't there was this dude bitching about inflation and how much shit costs because yeah brother preach it brother uh, we're all getting fucked by these gigantic ass corporations but then once i bring up hey the corporations that make all the things that you're bitching about are making record profit his very next response was something about uh uh workers aren't doing a good enough job to to demand the wages they want and i'm like motherfucker how can you be that close to to getting it and then just completely fucking uh fall flat on your face danielle good evening Watched some wrestling last night. Man, that Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch uh, match was really good. Really good. Then I fell asleep before the end of the pay-per-view. So I wake back up and I I rewind. I go back and I watch Rhea Ripley and uh, Rochelle Gonzalez. A uh, decent match. Not as good as Trish and Becky was. Then I'm watching and then, like Shinsuke Nakamura and Seth Rollins. Yeah, fuck Seth Rollins. I was really rooting for Shinsuke Nagamura to fucking teach that asshole a lesson. These nuts. Um, I am getting old. I am getting. But I'd, eat, I'd eaten my fucking stuffed shells and had a big old bowl of ice cream and took bong rips and then, you know, I'm laying there. Of course I went to sleep. It wasn't that the show was boring. Because I think I fell asleep during Miz and LA Night and I was also really looking forward to that one. Uh, but I get I get to Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura. That's the match I'm looking forward to the most. And Peacock goes off before I get the finish of the match. So then I go back. I'm trying to go and find the, the VOD. I can't even find the VOD. So I have no clue. I'm pretty sure Seth Rollins won. But like I, I've got no clue how it ended. Peacock wouldn't let me watch the end of it. So I was like, ah, fuck it. They had a Kurt Angle documentary that they did. Highly recommend that, even if you're not a wrestling fan. Kurt Angle documentary on Peacock. Incredibly good. I it's a it's a fantastic documentary about his personal life and his amateur career. In terms of his wrestling career, there's much better documentaries about Kurt Angle. Uh, but like the the main focus of it is his amateur career, and I didn't know all the shit that happened to him. He, his dad ended in in tragedy. His his wrestling coach and the the fucking uh, I don't even know what you call it. The camp that he wrestled for that ended in tragedy. Holy shit! Like I did not know all of that. And they go they go into a lot of uh, like play by play detail about his you know uh, winning the nationals. And then winning the gold medal and shit. He won the gold medal in 1996 with a broke freaking neck. So, like, uh, fucking highly recommended. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, uh, if you like sports, you like sports documentaries. Go, go, go! Watch that, the Kurt Angle documentary. Uh, on Peacock, I, th- I think it's just called Angle or something like that. You know, I've never seen Nacho Libre. I like Jack Black. I assume it's good, or or I might have because like it came out uh, the end of the two thousands is when Justin was on 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 the dope really bad. So <laughs> I might have watched it and don't fucking remember it. That's also possible. There are several movies from from like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. I think I watched it and and don't remember anything about it so because if i if i was gonna watch a movie i was gonna i was gonna toot a couple lore tabs and i was gonna fucking take some bong rips because that's just that's just how we be doing it back then that's how we roll (laughs) i was i was with the crack whore at that time by the way i affectionately refer to her as the crack whore rest in peace cassandra I for this shit. We got a fantastic show tonight. Sorry for taking a couple nights off. Kind of get my head straight. But I got a great show for you tonight. And an even better show for you tomorrow. It is the Labor Day Live Solidarity Stream. Yes, I, I fucking thank you, Curiouser, for bringing me some weeds. Um, I don't even... I can't read what it says it's uh, I th- lemonade papaya lemonade maybe it is definitely fruity very good and then we're supposed to like she just gave me she just gave me a half and we're supposed to go uh monday or tuesday and we'll we'll go get a we'll go get us a couple of ounces yeah so we're we're good, we're good tomorrow once again Labor Day we've got a labor day special the friggin labor Day live solidarity stream it's gonna be all labor news the i labor is the is the thing I wish I had more time to devote so of course we're gonna take a labor day to talk all about the the w g a strike we're gonna talk about uh the upcoming uh, UAW strike, it looks like it's happening. It's on, boys. Looks like we're getting labor action this fall. I the, the video I think Sam Cedar showed it on on Friday of the the head of the UAW like that sounded like a motherfucker is getting ready to go strike. So we're gonna talk all about it tomorrow night. I, I had in the description that we we're gonna do the the late show hosts getting together. We're gonna to do that story tomorrow night. That's gonna be a Labor Day story. We we got Tom Morello performing out in front of a, a uh, 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 labor action. Hell yeah, Danielle. I'm I'm looking forward to the Labor Day stream. Uh, the last couple of years, I think I've really done a good job. We'll get a little history at the beginning and then we'll, we'll do all labor stories the rest of the stream. But tonight, we got bullshit to talk about. I got I to catch up on the news, because when I take a couple of days off, I unplug. I don't know what the fuck's going on. We're going to find out together what that news be doing. I can tell you that rich assholes are going to ask for your money to repair Maui. Because, you know, uh, a billionaire doesn't have it to give. Apparently, the BTK killer had a hidey hole. That I feel like that was so long ago. I feel like that was 15 fucking years ago, the BTK killer. Am I wrong on the time frame? Why? Why? Why are the cops still investigating the BTK? I feel like he has been locked up for almost 20 years at this point. I could be wrong, but I want to say mid two thousands, two thousand five, two thousand six just time period. Hell yeah, that's uh, when Curiouser was over here. She was like uh, talking about the company getting uh, uh, the the like Friday off and everything. I was like, well, don't you get time and a half? And she's like, oh yeah, I will get time and a half for tonight. Yeah, there you go. I asked her if she wanted to come over and have some stuffed shells before she went to uh, work, but like I understand that's her morning. Doesn't want to eat stuffed shells first thing in the morning. I, sh- I should have offered to like have her uh, a Tupperware thing so she could heat it up later. Because man, my well, meat sauce was good. I roasted garlic, onion, tomatoes uh, in the oven for about 40 minutes. Uh, kissed him with the broiler for two or three minutes. Yeah, yeah, we got some new information on the BTK killer, but I feel like that's 20 years have passed. It's like a break in the John JonBenet Ramsey case, which also happened like a couple years ago. The NYPD has cleared a cop that was accused of excessive force during the George Floyd protests. Got another cop out in LA who stole a woman's debit card, and she tracked him down. The fucking nerve. We got fresh video out of Ohio, I believe it is, Westerville, Ohio. Uh, a woman even asked the cops, are like, are you going to shoot me? Before the cops fatally shoot her. going to go to Stillwater Minnesota where a prison has been on lockdown I believe it's still on lockdown but they say the situation has been contained or resolved I don't I don't remember the exact phrasing they used for once I Texas passed a law that I think you guys are gonna say yeah that's probably pretty good because like I read that and I'm like you know I, I'm down with that that's a It's a good idea for a law. And that shit don't happen in Texas very often. So I really wanted to bring that up. Like, okay, I'm down with that one. But speaking of Texas, Ken Paxton is calling on supporters to harass the Republicans who push for his impeachment. Ken Paxton, the indicted Attorney General of Texas, indicted five years ago, will finally uh, face trial shortly. Uh, I wasn't uh, I wasn't doing a stream when McConnell had his little freeze-up, so we're going to talk about it. Apparently, he's been cleared by the doctors. Republicans are calling on John Fetterman to step down. Even though I hear he's looking better. A simp told me I used an old photo of Fetterman. I was not aware of that. I'm sorry. Is Fetterman looking better now? So hopefully we'll get an update in the story that we're doing. See how he's coming along. He had a stroke. And then uh, treated for depression during his recovery. So thoughts and prayers with him whatever kind of cosmic juju you're into, uh, I would like to see him get better because he was a badass before suffering a stroke. We, watch, we watched his debate that was after the stroke. He did uh, perfectly fine. But I mean, he he was really well-spoken and a champion for working class issues before the stroke. So that's why I hate that he would have been a pretty high-profile senator had he not had his issues so I, i i hate that we we're missing that voice at the moment so i hope he makes a full recovery but with strokes i think it can take uh three or four years did mcconnell have a stroke did we watch him stroke out live Rudy was, um, I didn't put it on the list actually, but Rudy, uh, held liable for the defamation because he just didn't participate. He didn't show up for court. It was kind of like Alex Jones. The whole Alex Jones issue was like Alex Jones didn't, didn't participate. So he just had the judgment come down against him. Those poor ladies are never going to see any of the money that he owes them though. Cause he's fucking broke. Uh, speaking, speaking of January 6th, uh, Trump has pled guilty, uh, Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy say they will support Trump, even if he is convicted. A proud boy, uh, was sentenced in his role at the Capitol riot. He said he had had a change of heart, but after being sentenced, yelled Trump won in the courtroom. Uh, That happened on Friday, I believe it was, and then he called in to Alex Jones' show from prison. And I've got that call for you. Nazis gathered in Florida, declared white supremacy, is coming on the hills of a uh, neo-Nazi shooting just, what, like a week ago? I've got video of the Berlin Wall, a relic of the Berlin Wall being erected on the southern border. Beautiful protest. Fox News lied about Gold Star families. Uh, said that the Pentagon, We we did this story last week, said that the Pentagon forced them to pay... Oh, I got a Maynard. Say, hey, buddy. Talk to him. Maynard. is Maynard James Kitten, everybody. Maynard James Kitten. Uh, I rescued him about four years ago. His name was Maynard. I added the Maynard James kitten. I've got I've got to spice up all my cats' names. Cause I, res- I rescue my cats. So I there all- Who knows what would have happened to you if I hadn't come along? Right. And then you got spoiled. I've had Socks and Smoky for about seven years now. I got you guys in 2016. Before tr- It was during the Obama administration. Obama was still president when I got your asses. They're already named, so I can't name them something else. They know their names. Oh, all that and more tonight on Patrol Patrol Live. Good evening. Bartholomew Fuzzy Bottom fantastic name oh my god clinically had pieces of the wall jacks good evening trump is the lawful cic enough said what the fuck uh what is what is cic a an acronym for dustin good evening dustin I wish no harm on anyone, but I prefer the people talking for my children are physically, mentally, and emotionally sound. Who who are you? Um, who are you referring to with that comment, Jax? I would I would say, uh, do not take them to church then. But some some people have disagreements on that. I would say, do not let them around the churchy people. Amen. Loki the destroyer of things. Oh, I have a I have a friend. She had a puppy named Loki. You think Donald John Trump is the lawful commander in chief. And how how do you come to that conclusion, Jax? <laughs> like um Donald Trump lost the election badly, might I add. Badly trounced and that's why and that's why um that's why trump's plan didn't work had it only come down to one state maybe they might have been able to pull their fake elector scheme maybe there might have maybe there might have been able they would have just had had to have one court agree with them but because they got trounced in multiple states had multiple secretaries of state say certify the election there's no funny business here republican secretaries of state republican governors certifying the election like for you to come in here what you're saying is stupid dude i'm just i'm sorry like There is no fucking evidence. There is nothing for me to look up. There is zero fucking evidence. There was no funny business in the election. 2,000 mules is nothing but bullshit. Oh, the U.S. corporation. We got a sovereign fucking citizen in here. He's going to tell me about how uh, when they type their name in all caps and shit. It's actually under maritime law or some shit dude you're stupid you are right wingers are fucking morons i'm sorry you live in a fantasy world shelly good evening pull out your conspiracy bingo cards because we got us a nutter in the in the chat Not high enough for this shit. Not high enough for this shit at all. Not high enough for the fact that it's just another day. In mass shooting USA. This time in Atlanta. Uh, Jax, yeah, it's all on some fucking website you saw. Your grandmother, you're a stupid fuck is what you are. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm I follow electoral politics, criminal justice, that sort of my thing, but my my buddy over on Twitch, Echoplex Media, they do they do the conspiracy theories and shit. So I know exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. We we've, we've gone over this fucking bullshit. You are nuts. I I assure you, I am more real well read than you are. Like you're just an idiot. You are an idiot. I'm I'm sorry, but hey, I appreciate you being here. Um. Oh, I'm sorry, Danielle. I'm sorry. Trump is next. So we just just know it was another day in mass shooting, USA. DJ Dub. We'll skip it on your on your uh, recommendation, Danielle. We will skip it. That is how much I love you. I'm a man. Of, I'm a man of the people. So let's let's go to Trump and Georgia, where Trump, unfortunately, will not be appearing in court on Tuesday. That's what we had hoped that he would be because it's televised. Uh, but they, was actually, they were allowed to enter a plea without, uh, they could waive a right to arraignment and enter a plea without appearing in court, and that is what Trump did on
3: Thursday, I believe. Former President Donald Trump pleaded not guilty today to charges in Georgia that accuse him and 18 allies of trying to upend the 2020 presidential election results in that state. The plea allows Mr. Trump to avoid an in-person arraignment next week. For more on the latest developments...
2: Uh, He probably doesn't have the power to link it because I've got links turned off to, like, prevent spam and everything. Uh, I First of all, Jax, your is U-Y-O-U apostrophe-R-E. You are so hell-bent on destruction. If you are that goddamn dumb that you can't get a fourth-grade word correct, why do you think you have some sort of uh, uh, intellectual prowess? I, I do not give a shit what you think is on a government website or what you have misinterpreted, okay? Like, what you're saying is fucking dumb. Yes, tell tell simp which agency. We're going to talk about Trump and his attempt to overthrow the government.
3: In that case, we're joined now by Stephen Fowler, who covers politics for Georgia Public Broadcasting. Stephen, thank you for being with us. So Donald Trump pleading not guilty, what exactly does that mean for his arraignment? And what else is he seeking in this Fulton County case?
4: Well, Jeff, what it means is that we will not be seeing Donald Trump travel to Georgia and sit in a Fulton County courtroom and enter that same plea. There are 19 defendants, and many of them have entered what's known as an arraignment waiver, which means they have entered their pleas of not guilty ahead of time, and they don't have to show up for this quick 15-minute scheduled hearing next Wednesday. Trump has also filed a motion to sever from defendants that are requesting a speedy trial. At least two people so far say that they want to have a trial as soon as possible, which could be as early as the end of October.
2: And the two people are Kenneth Cheesebrew, (laughs) who I just love his name. Fucking Kenneth Cheesebro, I've called. I've heard other people call him Chessbro, but no, I I am determined to make sure I call him Kenneth Cheesebro because it's so much cooler. And Sydney Powell, Sydney Powell is the other one who's requested a speedy trial. So I am all for those two fucking nut jobs uh, getting it. Like they're wanting like September or October, or I mean October, November, something like that. So in a month or two. This could get interesting.
4: Over, uh, he says that that would violate his rights. And he's asking for basically uh, as long as possible to have... Quesadilla! And this comes as the judge also ruled, Jeff, that there will be cameras in the courtroom. The judge will have a YouTube channel to stream all of the court hearings related to this. So we'll be able to watch...
2: Thank the- you, Lord!
3: And there's also some news involving the governor and the district attorney. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, he's rejecting calls to discipline or remove Fulton County District District Attorney Fonnie Willis from her position, which is what some Trump-aligned Republicans in that state had wanted. Here's what the
1: governor said today. Let me be clear. We have a law in the state of Georgia that clearly outlines the legal steps that can be taken if constituents believe their local prosecutors are violating their oath by engaging in unethical or illegal behavior. Up to this point, I have not seen any evidence that DA Willis' actions or lack thereof warrant action by the Prosecuting Attorney Oversight Commission.
3: So Kemp, we should say, signed this law, but now he's saying that it shouldn't be used against-
2: Dance, Dustin, dance, good evening.
3: Well, it's a
4: big deal because Trump and a couple of his allies in the Georgia legislature are pushing to have a special session to strip funding away from Bonnie Willis or to impeach her or to basically punish her for bringing these charges against Trump and 18 other people. And Kemp is pushing back on this saying, that's not something I can do. That's not something we should do. And he keeps saying that Republicans need to focus on the future because Georgia has some strong evidence in both 2020 and 2022, where focusing on the past has meant Democrats win the races. So a strong rebuke to the former president and to some of his allies pushing for punishing this prosecutor.
3: Left, we're also waiting for the...
2: Right, Georgia is now firmly a purple state and the Republicans pretty much have to win Georgia in order to win the election in 2024. There is talk, if you look at the point swing in Texas, there's a possibility that we could see uh, Texas be a purple state. Maybe not this cycle, but by the time we come back around in 2028, it could be up up for grabs for the Democrats, and it could be within two or three points this time around, instead of being the ruby red state that it has been. And that is interesting. I fucking love it. Now, speaking of 2024, a couple of 2024 hopefuls were on the Sunday morning shows today. Uh, Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy weighed in on uh, if they would if they would still support Donald Trump even if he was convicted. And yeah, shouldn't surprise anyone.
5: When you were on that
2: debate stage in Milwaukee, which has earned you
6: some good reviews inside of the party, inside of the Republican Party, you raised your hand, said you would still support him if he was convicted of a crime and the nominee next year. Do you stand by your decision to hold up your hand on stage and back Trump? Should he be the nominee and be a convicted felon?
7: Well, what you saw were candidates on that stage said that they would do exactly what they signed and pledged to do, which is support the Republican nominee. That's what we are saying. I don't think President Trump's going to be the nominee. I think it's going to be me. But I will tell you that any Republican is better than what Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are doing. We.
2: I want whatever she is smoking. Holy shit. Fantastic joke, jokes. Republicans want to turn it into a Ruby Ridge, a Ruby Ridge state. That poor. Okay, so that dude was just dumb, and like, because if you don't know this story of Ruby Ridge, like he was genuinely hanging out with neo Nazis, but I like he was probably just dumb, and like didn't know any better. And the neo Nazis were the only people that were out in the fucking woods where he was like living out on a fucking compound in Idaho, up close to the the Canadian borders. <laughs> And that was just, like, there was a neo-Nazi compound, like, two or three miles away or some shit like that. So, like, the closest people that he had to, like, interact, he'd, like, take his kids down there. And they would play with the, the neo-Nazis. <laughs> and so the feds totally did like, the feds probably did entrap the fucking man, right? Like, look, I'm no fan of the fucking feds. They, because they wanted to get this neo-Nazi group, and they saw this dumb motherfucker who was down here playing, letting his kids play with the neo-Nazis, and like they, they fucking talked him into what was like sawing off shotguns or some shit like that. Like it's a, it's a fucked up story. Like fuck the government the government shouldn't be allowed to do shit like that but also fuck those neo-nazis <laughs> like it's all fucked it's fucked up there's no there's nobody to root for but the dude was just like probably dumb like I, th- I think even like there's a documentary about it like i think he had a you know like a below average iq or whatever if you want to you because there's, there's a lot of questions about like if iq is it, like even worth a shit Sorry, sorry. I had to go off on a little rant there. Even if they're convicted a vote for of Joe a crime, Joe Biden
7: as a vote for a president Kamala Harris, it first of all, he's innocent until proven guilty. But you are implying that the American people
8: are not No,
2: oh, I left off the fact that the feds shot him and his entire family. Like the kids and the wife and everything they like, I think they tried to like pull a cover up and shit like fuck the feds, right? Fuck the feds. But also, like, the dude was hanging out with neo-Nazis, and it's it's a fucked up situation.
7: All right, the American people are not going to vote for a convicted criminal.
9: The way we do things in the United States, George, is that the people of this country decide who runs the country. Oh, I
2: think about 70 million people will vote for a convicted criminal. Maybe, Maybe he loses some. Maybe he loses... And it's 67 million, 66 million. What do you guys think? Do you think he'll be able to pull the number that he was able to pull in 2020? Will he match that number? Will he lose support? It's fucking scary that he would, like, he could quite possibly get that many votes again.
9: Pursuant to the rules laid out in our constitutional republic. So if the Constitution permits somebody to run and that's the person that people of this country want to elect, then that's the way our system works and I stand by it.
10: Why do you think it's okay for a convicted felon to be president?
9: So look, I think that many of these prosecutions against Donald Trump are outright, downright politicized persecutions through prosecution that set an awful precedent for our country. Based on what, sir? I do not want to see us become a banana republic where the administrative police state uses police force to eliminate opponents from competition. That's not the way it works.
2: That is not the hallmark of a banana republic, sir. That's not what makes a banana republic. The dictatorial power or authoritarian uh, use of power is not just exclusive to a banana republic. The The hallmark of a banana republic is the, the CIA of the United States uh, installing a friendly regime that will do business with With our fruit companies motherfucker and like I don't under like I don't understand why they use these terms like do you not know what it means or do you just you just know that your voters are stupid works I will pick who I
9: believe the best next president should be
2: hey, fuck you <laughs> uh Let's talk about the Proud Boys. This is wild. (laughs) Uh, A Proud Boy was sentenced on Friday for his role on January 6th. He smashed a Capitol window. Maybe he had a role in stealing that door. Got 10 years in prison. He apparently had said that he had turned over a new leaf. But then, after being sentenced, declared that Trump won because this is TDS. When they say Trump derangement syndrome, it's his supporters. The Banana Republic's a fucking store
10: another member of the proud boys is sentenced dominic pizzola a member of the far-right group will spend the next 10 years behind bars the 46 year old smashed a window with a police shield on the western side of the Capitol on january 6 giving rioters their first chance to breach the building prosecutors were sinking 20 years in this case former proud boys leader enrique tario is scheduled to be sent
2: good evening I, I am so sorry that I'm not on Twitch. I've done everything I can to try to get it back. I I I think the prosecution was close. 20 years sounded better to me. Fuck this dude. If he's one of the first to breach the Capitol. You should make an example of him. 20 years. Unlucky. And I'm not for draconian fucking sentencing, but fucking make an example. You can't try to overturn the government
10: sentence on Tuesday. Prosecutors are asking for 33 years in his case.
2: Wow. So apparently uh, Pizzola took a police officer's riot shield and used it to smash the window following the rioters. Uh, Timothy Kelly noted that Pizzola of Rochester, New York, was a newcomer to the group who didn't write the kind of increasingly violent online messages that his co-defendants did leading up to the January 6th attack. Still, he was in some ways a tip of the spear. The reality is you smash that window in and let people begin to stream into the Capitol and threaten the lives of our lawmakers. It's not something that I ever dreamed I would have seen in our country. Defense attorneys had asked for five years for Pozzola, saying that he got caught up in the craziness. So Pizzola testified at the trial that he originally grabbed the officer's shield to protect himself from police riot control measures and his... Protect yourself from police riot control measures as you're breaching the Capitol... (laughs) argued that he broke only one pane uh, pane of glass and that it was other riders who smashed out the rest of the window. He told the judge that he wished he'd never crossed into a restricted area and he apologized to the officer whose shield he took. There is no place in my future for groups or politics whatsoever. But later, as he left the courtroom, he raised a fist and said, Trump won. Uh, Server McGritty, thank you thank you for reminding me. I'll never remember, and I apologize. Because I this is like, a lot of people have different screen names. But I am so happy to see you again. And I'm sort of like, it was, it was the body camera footage of the Louisville shooting. It was a mass shooting. And it was one of the few times I've actually praised the cops. The cops did a good job. So I, th- that, I find it ironic that that's, that's the video that took me down. And it was blurred out. The The body that we saw on camera was blurred out. So I don't know what Twitch's problem was. Um, I have a friend that has a friend that works at Twitch. And apparently they said I've been a real bad boy. <laughs> so I, don't, I have no fucking clue. I don't, I really don't know what I did that was all that bad. I'm certainly not as bad as this fucking proud boy, uh, who apparently the one I just told you about called into Alex Jones's show. I've been a little stinker called into Alex Jones's show. Uh, I fucking shit. Hold on. I have to go to a different browser. The embedded tweets don't show up on this one. Oh no, this is a different one, this is a different one. Uh, this is Joe Biggs. Joe Biggs was, was sentenced to 17 years. Sorry, he he looks a lot like the other dude. Uh, all these, all these white asshole motherfuckers look alike. <laughs> I'm too radical for Twitch.
4: Oh, I know he'll pardon us. I believe that with all my heart. You know, the, the thing is, is hopefully getting him, uh, you know, for him to be able to get into the position where he can at least be, I think on the bow to run, right? Cause once you have one, one minute remaining, Oh yeah. He's calling from
2: jail. Interference if- they start trying to go after him once he's on there. I have to understand that the the legalities of that, but I do believe that Donald J. Trump will pardon us. and he should. We didn't do anything, you know. We're we're his supporters. We went there like he asked, and things went wrong that day, and that's sad, and that's well. Tough. There's no
11: but
12: doubt they, they set us all up. We were all patsies that day, Joe. You got to come back on anytime you want on the broadcast. Anytime Probably. you can get on, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. weekdays, Sundays. Or we can always tape. We love you. People should go to freejoebiggs.com and donate to support your appeal. They want to grind us down. They want to break our will. Give me a, give me a, give me a, give me a
0: 1776, brother. 1776,
2: brother. <laughs> All right, hey, Matt, Joe. I love uh, you guys. Thanks. I don't fucking what. Do... Joey, good evening. what do we do with these people? What do you like? I like if I wanted to try to sway our friend Jack's that was in here earlier, you know, I did it the wrong way, but like, I I don't think, I don't think there's any swaying Jax, So I just, you know, that's why I just break down and call right wingers morons. What do we do about people like this? These fuckers are crazy, and like, a lot of these are middle-aged men that actually have a little bit of money. <laughs> like, what? What the fuck?
0: I. I
2: don't even. How is it? I don't know how Alex Jones, Jackson's left the building. This is probably a good thing. I figured. I, but like, this is an issue. Neo-Nazis converge, declaring white supremacy days uh, after a mass shooting in Jacksonville. Neo-Nazis were heard chanting white power, Jews will not replace us and we are everywhere. I, here's, and here's the thing is I've already seen right-wingers, apparently one of them had an anarchist tattoo on their arm. And they've they've shared that out, and they've been like, "Well, it was Antifa dressed up as neo Nazis?" But if you'll notice, this dude has a tattoo of a I don't remember what that runes called. That's a that's a fucking Nazi symbol, isn't it? Okay, all these guys are tatted up with Nazi symbols. I'd say, i like fucking, I don't think Antifa like that. Don't look like an Antifa to me. This fucking skinhead out here. Well, you can't like this is this is the thing that I learned in like my practical reasoning class, logic class, or something I had to take uh, in college. Like, you can't reason somebody out of a position they didn't reason themselves into. So, if it's a belief, if it's just something that, they, and smart people are the worst. If a smart person wants to believe. Dumb shit. They can convince themselves of it. And come up with like some crazy cog diss. So like... Finally, finally took the Twitch off of the the promos. I got the kick up there. It had been annoying me. So I had to... Had to go do a little work this weekend. Displays of white supremacy seen across parts of Orlando this weekend have signaled a reminder to many of the NAACP's warnings about state uh, growing increasingly hostile under the leadership of Governor Ron DeSantis. On Saturday, several neo-Nazis were observed as they participated in a March of the Red Shirts with swastikas, Hitler salutes, and chants. The state's ADL identified uh, the extremist group seen at Cranes Roost Park in Altamont Springs as the Goyam Defense League and the Blood Tribe. There were about 51 people gathered over a bridge dressed in a uniform that consisted of a red shirt, black pants, and black masks. Some of their chants included white power, Jews will not replace us, and we are everywhere. Florida representative Anna V. Eskamani, who represents District 42, said the display was absolutely disgusting stuff, and another example of the far-right extremism growing in Florida. As she captured footage shared on Twitter, a similar scene unfolded outside of Disney World, where an anti-Semitic and anti-LGBTQ demonstration was executed by the Order of the Black Sun, the Aryan Freedom Network, and 14 FIRST members. Earlier this summer in June, the tourist attraction was the site of similar protests. Signs that blasted racist and homophobic slurs were on display. Others showed their unwavering support for DeSantis' presidential campaign, which has stood on pillars of anti-inclusivity and active efforts to erase DEI initiatives across the state. The controversial gatherings come just one week after 21-year-old Ryan Christopher Palmeter targeted and killed three black people at a Jacksonville Dollar General. Authorities say the gunman used an AR-15-style rifle that had white swastikas drawn on it in the racially motivated attack. The tragedy is currently being investigated as a hate crime by the FBI. Now, here is the video captured by Representative Eskamani. Of the neo Nazis. Well, it has certainly been propagandized by lost cause, fucking propaganda. Holy shit! Lost cause propaganda being the the remnants of the Confederacy, whitewashing the past about slavery. Uh, if, if you don't know about the United Daughters of the Confederacy and their push to censor textbooks all across the South. Uh, There is a lot of information out there and they succeeded. There is is like a whole two or three generations that grew up in the South that do not know the history of this country. And if you don't know your history. (laughs) What the fuck, indeed?
13: Biden's fairing Trump because he sends rockets to Ukraine. In, in support it. of Ukraine, you mean? Hail Ukraine, hail Aza! Love Ukraina! Hail Ukraza! Tell me that's Christopher. Uh, you are you know, a sizable gathering, but... I think Biden's better than Trump because he sends rockets to
0: Ukraine.
13: <laughs> <laughs> in, in
5: support it. of Ukraine, you mean? Hell Come on Ukraine. man! hail Aza!
13: Love Ukraina!
9: Hail Ukraza!
2: Well, that's wild. That's, that's a take. They aren't far right. They are Nazis who were on camera saying they want to vote for Joe Biden because they support the Azov Battalion and Biden keeps sending Ukrainian Nazi militias money. How do I know? Because I was in Altamont Springs today and I was verbally harassed.
9: When you look, when look at... Look who when up. When <laughs> up. Oh my God, Lord Chuller!
2: DeSantis supporters!
0: Mike Wing! Oh he's got all these laws against DeSantis supporters!
3: Woo! What are you doing here? You're, You're joking DeSantis. when you say DeSantis. What are you doing here, Lord? You Ron, Ron DeSantis
14: is a joke. Ron DeSantis is a joke. And
2: then he's saying Ron DeSantis is a joke. Mike Wing
14: will
6: never speak up for white people. Hey and yeah, I'm not kidding, I'm game game other
0: other. Once again! Nine cops. Oh! Oh!
2: i have actually and i've read like there's a there's a version that has like a uh like a read-along with um historians it like puts everything in context it's really fucking fascinating this is a lot of fun. Um, what in the fuck is going on? I guess it's cool that the, that the, uh, yeah, that was Laura Loomer. I guess it was cool. It's cool that the right wing is splintering. That's neat. I'm down with that. Well, speaking of like, we brought up the ADL in the uh, story there. The Florida chapter of the ADL. Which, by the way, I want to... I've got beef with the ADL. They're not... Um, they've been labeling people as anti-Semitic for not... Uh, for, for supporting uh, BDS. For supporting boycott, divestment, and uh, whatever the fuck. I forget what the acronym stands for. They have called people anti-Semitic for support of Palestine, and that's a problem. And they should be rightfully criticized for that shit. However, the right-wing attacked them on Twitter over the weekend. Elon Musk ponders Twitter poll on banning the ADL from his free speech site. The supposed free speech warrior who has reversed the Twitter bans of racist and anti-Semitic accounts, and to be fair, reversed my account, like I was banned on Twitter, I have my original Twitter back now. That's the one good thing that Elon Musk has ever done, was give me my Twitter back. (laughs) Now I've asked him, like I do not own at Justin Freakin, and I have asked him, made a video about it and everything, a meme, I made a meme about it. Uh I've I've asked him to give me the at Justin Freakin account because it's not active. Has not been active since twenty ten. Tweeted once ever, and I want that account. I would like to be I'm Mr. Justin Freakin. I'm not Justin Freakin. Like that account, sir. Elon, give it to me. Gayest Wednesday, good evening. Welcome. Winston, uh, saw the video where I was, uh, trying to punk out, uh, Xander I, I would still like to have a conversation with him at some time. The overall consensus was that, uh, Cherry was kind of a dick to me and that Xan and I would get along. That seemed to be what everybody said. Oh yeah. X, I forgot. That's what it's called now. So I would I would like to uh get up with Zan at some point in time and be like, hey dude, I didn't mean anything. I was just trying to clout chase after your after your manager got uh pissy with me. Welcome in. I get really high and we do a nightly news rundown. Um Usually when people are new to the chat, I let them know that my political persuasion is whatever uh, political philosophy gets me the closest to pissing in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. Give me that eye pussy, sir. So right now, I kind of think it's leftist best. That's like the leftists are probably going to be the ones to hold down Dan Crenshaw for me. But if I thought a libertarian position would would get me to piss in Dan Crenshaw's eye pussy I'm I'm turning libertarian uh if 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 a right winger comes and offers me enough money I'm gonna sell you out just I'm sorry I'm upfront about it though but other than that like right wingers are morons uh I'm so glad to see you Winston so fuck the ADL for their uh, calling people anti-Semites for standing for Palestine, but also like fuck the right wing for coming at the ADL on Twitter over the weekend because that shit sucks. Days after boosting an anti-Semitic campaign to ban the Anti-Defamation League from X, I hate calling it X. It's Twitter, goddammit. it. Owner and self-described speech as uh, free, speech-free, free speech absolutist. Elon Musk proposed polling the social media platform's users on booting the civil rights advocacy group from the site formerly known as Twitter. Perhaps we should run a poll on this. Ban the ADL was trending. The initial impetus behind the campaign appears to be a meeting. ADL President Jonathan Greenblatt had with Twitter CEO Linda yeah, Carino, about addressing the rampant hate speech on the site. After Greenblot tweeted about their very frank and productive conversation, a number of prominent right-wing accounts pushed the hashtag ban the ADL while claiming the group was stifling free speech. Weird. You want to ban somebody for stifling free speech? It seems like an oxymoron to me. Musk eventually engaged with Keith Woods, a YouTuber with connections to notorious white supremacists Nick Quintez and Richard Spencer. Besides liking a post in which Woods said the ADL is financially blackmailing social media companies into removing free speech on their platform, Musk also replied that the ADL has tried very hard to strangle X slash Twitter. While Musk, up yours, woke moralists, we'll see who cancels who. Up
4: yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels
2: who. While Musk's feud with the ADL has been going on for a while now, it ramped up this spring when the group called him out for comparing philanthropist or full-on rapist George Soros, a long-standing boogeyman of the anti-Semitic right, to comic book supervillain M- Magneto.
0: <laughs> I didn't know he did that. <laughs> hmm.
2: After the organization said must behavior could embolden extremists, the edgelord billionaire replied that they should drop the A from the ADL. Just be on the down low? Was that the joke? That's, a, that's fucking lame. I mean, you could have been like, drop the AD and take the L, Losers. That would have been better, it still would have been lame, but that would have been better than just drop the A. I I don't want to see it collapse, but also like I'm enjoying watching Elon Musk uh, be exposed as the fucking moron than he is. I've never been on the Elon Musk bandwagon. I've always thought he was, He was full of shit, and I'm glad that, like, going all the way back to, what, like, 2009, 2010s, when he really started becoming prominent. I was like, fuck this dude. He seems like a scam. He's a grifter. I can smell grifters a mile away. Learn to feel embarrassment, Elon. So my buddy Jake oh hold on. Wanna have cat hair in my mouth. Also, I've got cotton mouth and I need I need some I need some coffee. It's just right here. Hold on. Fucker, I didn't bring a spoon over here. everything else for my coffee <laughs> just stick my finger in it raspberry tart coffee grinds. where'd all this cat hair come from What am I, where did it come from? Like, there's a fine layer of cat hair on everything in my apartment. And I I wiped some shit down before the show started because I'm like, God damn, it's so dusty over here. Where'd the cat hair come from? I've got to clean out my computer tower every six months at least. It gets really fucking, it gets really fucking dusty. So my buddy Jake Jacobs has a has a special getting ready to premiere. Yeah, I remember I, I I said I would sell out. I tried to sell out to Jake Jacobs. They had that what was it, a fixed TV or some shit that they were launching. It was this right wing network. I had all kinds of ideas. I had like three different shows I was gonna pitch to them. I had uh, different marketing campaigns I was gonna throw at them. Like I can like come up with shit like that. But, like, uh, they took a vote on me, and Jake was the only one that voted to hire me. Everybody else was like, nah. You're lost, motherfuckers. But I I think it's probably some sort of, like, money laundering scheme anyway. Like, these right-wing ventures that have, like, just... Some some eccentric millionaire just pours some money into something. It's usually some kind of money laundering or fucking extortion or some fucking it's something fucky going on. I love cats. Maynard's not impressed with uh, me getting cat hair in my mouth though. But my buddy Jake has a a and this was I was supposed to. I was, I was begging to go with him on this excursion to film this special that he went down to the southern... He's from Wisconsin. They're premiering it at a theater in Wisconsin. But he went down to the southern border. The so Crisis at the Border or some shit like that. Some generic fucking bullshit. Couldn't even come up with a catchy title. Fucking shit. I would have done you right, Jake. But some somebody decided to erect a protest at the border that I think is mwah, Part of a relic of the Berlin Wall has been erected next to the US-Mexico border. Now that's how you make a statement. Mexico Mexico placed it there. The inscription reads, may this be a lesson to build a society that knocks down walls and builds bridges. Holy shit. Good job, Mexico. I know that
9: the...
5: ...la ley del matrimonio igualitario y ya se pueden
2: casar apparently
15: social is distinto
2: the mayor of Tijuana which is this lady here uh Monsterat Cabarello also good evening snicks so she has had death threats against her credible threats by the uh, uh, relayed to her by the CIA so she's actually been living on a military barracks
16: a lo relacionado al muro de Berlín, pero es un muro, al
15: final de cuentas.
10: Es super world it's ironic that there's that, that happened that long ago and they're now building two 30-foot walls in the middle of friendship Park where the idea is cross-border connection
6: it's not just
13: a message towards immigration policy but really it's a reminder that no wall
10: lasts forever
1: feel like a short story 500 words maybe about the, the wall
10: and, uh,
0: I'll...
2: oh so uh, was it this guy ...lasts forever but really it's a reminder he was the donor, this is Marcos Klein, he was the donor of the Berlin Wall. He apparently tried to bring it to Donald Trump and was declined.
13: Binder, that no wall lasts forever.
10: be like a short story, 500 words maybe, about the, the wall and uh, I'll...
2: Accepted by the mayor of Tijuana. Received rave reviews from visitors. Yeah, that's a fucking statement. It's a little less severe here than it was in Germany, but it's a wall
17: that
2: divides nations, lives, social and economic and lives, and more. Love it! That was a fantastic piece. Thank you to the AP for that one. this this is this is the story I'm looking forward so we're going we're going to dunk on Fox News but then like Fox News kind of has a point because <laughs> apparently the the families are indeed mad at Joe fucking Biden. So, Gold Star family gets a Fox News apology after a Military.com reports on their false story. Fox News just straight up lied because of course they did. We covered this story last week. Uh, Fox News issued a public apology on Saturday, Uh, this would have been a week ago, for a recent false story about a Gold Star family after Military.com revealed that the Marine Corps had privately urged the network to pull the article. The Military.com coverage on August 23rd showed how the Marine Corps confronted Fox News in July over its story on Sergeant Nicole Gee, one of the 13 service members killed during the chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan two years ago. The Fox News story elevated claims from a freshman congressman that the Gee family had to pay 60 grand to transport her remains to Arlington National Cemetery. That turned out to be incorrect and Fox News later quietly deleted the story without any correction or public acknowledgement of the error. The Gee family did not have to pay for transporting the the Marines' remains. After Military.com published the exchange between the service and the news outlet, other outlets like The Washington Post, CNN, and Newsmax picked up the story. Fox News declined to comment for Military.com which included emails obtained through a Freedom of Information Act request. It issued apology uh, on Saturday, exactly two years after Guy, along with 10 other Marines, a Navy uh, corpsman, and a soldier were killed by a suicide bomber while assisting in the evacuation of personnel at the Abbey Gate near the Kabul airport. Now, apparently, some of the Gold Star families went on uh, ABC this morning and are indeed mad at Joe Biden over uh the withdrawal from Afghanistan, which is understandable so we're just we're gonna cover a little bit of this one from a b c and then I've got like apparently one of the fathers got Randy about a week or two ago in a congressional hearing. Kelly Barnett had a horrible feeling about her son after learning of a suicide bombing at Abbey Gate outside of Kabul's airport amid the hectic U.S. withdrawal. I kept texting him, are you okay, are you good? This is uh, Barnett, the mother of Marine Staff Sergeant Darren Taylor Hoover. Uh, Hoover was one of 13 U.S. service members who died in the attack on August 26, 2021. Radit sat down with his mother and the Gold Star family members of two other Marines killed that day. As the Taliban swept through Afghanistan in 2021, 6,000 U.S. troops were dispatched to Kabul airport to aid in the evacuation of tens of thousands of civilians desperate to flee. Abbey Gate was the only remaining public entrance for civilians who swarmed the gate despite the chaos and danger. We watched that video of of people clinging to one of the planes. It was wild. It was there that the suicide bomber would detonate his device, ending the lives of the 13 service members and more than 170 Afghan civilians. You know, you don't hear enough about the 170 Afghan civilians. So many right-wingers bring up the 13 service people. You know, that's kind of part of their job duty. What about the 170 Afghan civilians? Week before the bombing, Marine Sergeant Nicole Gee posted a photo of herself holding an infant at the Kabul airport with the caption, I love my job. Uh, At 23 years old, Gee volunteered to join the mission. And remember, if you're going to do a duty, uh, don't forget.
18: Life is too short to walk this earth for a crusty asshole. Wash your
2: ass. She shared with me that she had never seen people so desperate, said Christy Shamblin, Gee's mother-in-law, with whom she shared a close relationship. And I think once she saw that, she was just going to give 100% to help uh, them be rescued. A similar mindset motivated a 31-year-old Hoover, who was on his third deployment to Afghanistan. I have heard that many of his friends, his men, that, he, uh, that had said that when it was time for them to take a break, he didn't want to. He wanted to stay out there and continue to bring people in. Carol Brezino gave her son, Humberto Sanchez, permission to join the Marine Corps at 17. Known as Bert by friends and family, Sanchez wanted to join to make his mother proud. Gold Star family members remember exactly where they were when they found out their loved ones were among the fallen. Shamblin was on vacation with her son, Jared, Guy's husband and a fellow Marine. Three days after the bombing, the remains of all 13 service members arrived at Dover Air Force Base for the dignified transfer ceremony. Yeah, the thing they're upset about... Was Joe Biden apparently checking his watch during the ceremony? That's where President Joe Biden was there to greet the families. Instead of feeling comforting, or, uh, instead of feeling comforted, all three mothers described feeling disrespected. The administration didn't seem to know her story, Shamblin said. They didn't seem to know Nicole's name or names. People from the military certainly knew our story. Nicole's name or names and that was expressed to us in a way that felt very genuine and loving. But when it came to the people in suits, it felt disingenuous and hollow. First, he called me Miss Lopez, and I was not Miss Lopez. Oh, Joe, that sounds just like you. Come on, man. And he just talked about his son and said how much he knows or he understands how we feel because he lost his kid and he didn't feel totally believe that. We've heard that so many times from Joe Biden. He didn't know how we feel because he was there with his son when he passed. We didn't have the privilege. We received our kids in a casket. That's what they signed up for. Like, I I feel for you. I, I totally do, but that's what they signed up for. It's like the fucking cops complaining like, oh, it's a dangerous job. That's part of it, dude. That's what you're supposed to do. Racino added that she felt the president made the encounter all about him. I totally believe that. We had decided as a family that we would not meet with the president, so we were actually in a room on the side. The family ultimately decided to go onto the tarmac where Biden checked his watch multiple times. It was just total disrespect. It's beyond disgusting. Totally get that. Totally like this sounds so that that's so Biden. And also like I hate that for him because usually like that's Joe's strong point, but he absolutely has lost a step in the last ten or so years. Uh, used to Joe was really good about like empathizing with people and making them feel comforted. That like uh, like the one-on-one wholesale politics was actually what Joe Biden was very good at but he's also a gaff machine and a pathological liar. Apparently kind of like Hulk Hogan. Oh God damn. But I mean, in comparison to Donald Trump though, There's a picture of him from that ceremony we were just reading about where he checked his watch like three different times I believe is it a fit bit was he checking to see if he still had a pulse or something that's always possible come on man so this was posted by the RNC research twitter This was a gold-store dad giving testimony in a congressional hearing. Not a single
13: person has been held accountable. Our so-called leader can't seem to even utter their names in public, not even once. Mr. Biden has run his entire political campaign for 50 years as the family man. Well, I've got news for you, sir. The curtain has been lifting, and that campaign slogan will never work again. We have seen what's going on in your family, and even worse— We've seen how you've been treating us as Gold Star families. And there couldn't be anything more disgusting and cowardly than the way you have treated us. You are a disgrace to this nation. You have no business having ultimate command over our military, and I regret not saying that to your face when I had the opportunity in Dover. I felt it more, like, more important to bite my tongue, but I also had more important things on my mind at that time, like receiving my son's lifeless body stateside. While I stood there on the tarmac, watching you check your watch over and over again, all I wanted to do was shout out, it's two fucking 30, asshole. But out of respect to the other grieving families, I bit my tongue once again. Well, as you could probably tell by now, I'm done.
2: This is one of the fathers of the 13 servicemen killed during the Afghanistan withdrawal uh, like cool like I agree with you dude like it is disrespectful and like it's a shame that you're, you're co- your, your kid died in combat but like uh, of all the people to direct your ire at you know George W. Bush uh, was the one who started it Trump was the one who negotiated the withdrawal I like I totally get it though I, I just I I doubt you have this sort of disdain for for the people that actually put your child in harm's way. I mean, I sympathize with the fact that you lost a child and it sucks that Biden checked his watch three times and talked to it. Like I told like we 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 read the story of the Golden Star families that were on uh, ABC this morning. And they talked about him uh, um, making it all about him and talking about the, losing his kid. Yes, that's what he did the other night when we were watching the press conference from uh, Luhanna. He made it all about him, and uh, we didn't even see the other press conference that he gave where he talked about like a kitchen fire that was like no big deal. And he was like, I know what it's like to lose a home in a fire. He didn't lose a home like Joe Biden is pathological that's that's a problem but also this dude's probably a trump supporter <laughs> so
13: ugh. i'm biting my tongue you sir sure stole their lives
2: i may be wrong i may be i may be judging a book by the cover
13: and have ripped apart 13 families you cannot even man up and admit that and
2: as i said the 170 afghan civilians to me is far more tragic because they didn't sign up to go die for their country. 170 Afghani civilians died because of the actions of, of, of several administrations.
13: Oh, yeah. You, sir, gave us all the title Gold Star Family. You, sir, discredit honor and integrity. Two years later, there are things I find myself thinking about. Where and what was Biden's logic sneaking out of Bagram in the middle of the night before ever getting a single Afghan partner or American civilian out? <clears> this <throat> is the purest definition of intel, inter, intentional negligence.
2: Remember, remember, Biden extended our presence there by what, three months or something? Trump was the one that negotiated the withdrawal. Like, I
13: mean, there's there's blame to
2: go around. Richard, good evening. This
13: is just one of many irresponsible and negligent decisions coming from the White House. In addition, leaving behind billions of dollars our finest military hardware has led- Hey, see, once again,
2: that's a right-wing talking point.
13: Uh, The standard operating
2: procedure of the military is to fucking strip everything and throw it in burn pits. Seriously, it's cheaper for them to do that than to transport the equipment I am not joking you this is literally what the military does they strip everything and they burn it
13: led to the biggest international free black market free market in history unfortunately this will undoubtedly lead to more American military lives lost in the future between what has happened been happening here domestically
2: but it was kinda of fun to watch the Taliban in the helicopter. We watched that video on stream. We watched the Taliban go into uh, what was like the Presidential Palace and they were they were like fucking doing bumper carts and shit. I fucking love covering this shit. we watched the Taliban like go swimming and go
0: like do bumper carts. <laughs>
13: For example, the border over the last two and a half years and all your failed foreign...
2: And the the border, again, more right-wing talking points.
13: Seriously.
2: Yeah, I feel sorry for those 13 soldiers, but it's weird that you guys focus on those 13 (laughs) and not all the other fucking soldiers that died throughout the Republican administrations. Oh, goddamn! Let's go with Nikki Haley uh, talking about how I tried to I tried to find the clip and all I could find was like the eight minutes of Meet the Press or whatever the show she was on. And I'm like, yeah, we're not watching eight minutes of Nikki Haley. Fuck that. I'll just read the story. Um, Nikki Haley says America is less safe due to older uh, politicians' stumbles. And you got a point, Nimrodda. GOP presidential contender and former UN ambassador Nikki Haley said that America's... I'm not joking you. That's like her name. Ah, I didn't spell it right. Nimarada Nikki Haley, Nimarada, Nimarada Randhawa was her, her original name. Wonder, wonder why you uh, go by Nikki in the Republican party, Nimarada, GOP presidential contender and former UN ambassador, Nikki Haley said that America's enemies think the country is out of control when older politicians stumble in the public spotlight. She's correct. Haley, who has previously called for mental competency tests for some elected officials, told CBS News on Sunday that U.S. Uh, enemies are watching all of this and the country is less safe because of it. We can't stand watching Diane Feinstein sit there and be told by an aide how she should vote. We can't worry about Mitch McConnell being frozen at the podium. Uh, we can't have Joe Biden forget where he is she said on CBS's Face the Nation. Agreed. <laughs> Jinx. You owe me a Coke, Dustin. It's time to pass this down to a new generation of conservative leaders. Uh, I don't think the new generation is conservative, and I think that's why a lot of the politicians are holding on. Nikki. Uh, goodbye, Nikki. Apparently, McConnell has been cleared after his little freeze-up incident that happened last week. He was seen by U.S. Capitol doctors and is apparently going to be returning to work this week, which is scary. U.S. Capitol doctor
19: says Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is medically cleared to continue with his planned schedule. This after the 81-year-old senator appeared to freeze for more than 30 seconds during an event in Kentucky yesterday when asked about re-election. A similar episode happened in July during a news conference on Capitol Hill. That time McConnell froze for about 20 seconds. In a letter, the doctor.
2: What are you doing? I fucking Windows being weird My dog's face when I yell No, spit it out
19: said he conferred with McConnell's neurology team. He went on to say, quote, occasional lightheadedness is not uncommon in concussion recovery and can also be expected as a result of dehydration. President Biden says he's not concerned about McConnell's ability to serve.
13: I spoke to Mitch. He's a friend. Uh, um,
0: and I, oh, uh, I, I spoke to him uh,
13: I spoke
2: to. Sorry, I was muted. I hate all you old fucks. I'm not saying that to be ageist. Like, go enjoy your fucking lives. Go retire. Get the fuck out of our hair. What the fuck, all of you? Leave us the fuck alone. Apparently, Mitch McConnell uh, fell earlier this year. We know of two falls. We know of two falls. If there have been two, apparently, uh, old people, uh, if there have been two, there have been more. Like, we know of two, there have been more is what I've been told. But apparently, he was hospitalized for a concussion earlier this year. I think it was back in March. But like seriously just leave us alone i'm sure joe biden joe biden agrees mitch mcconnell's it's just fine he's gonna be okay not mcconnell's ability
13: to serve i spoke to mitch he's a friend uh, um, and i uh i, I spoke to him uh, uh, today uh, and uh
1: you know uh he was his old self on the telephone it's not un- at all unusual to have the response that sometimes happens to mitch when you've had a severe concussion. It's part of a, it's part of the recovery. And so I'm confident he's gonna be back to us also.
19: This is the first time McConnell's team has acknowledged that the freezing episodes could be linked to lingering effects from his fall and concussion back in March. That fall and concussion did sideline him for nearly six weeks at the time.
2: Oh, God damn. Why can't they just leave us alone? Meanwhile, meanwhile, while, you know, Democrats are coming to Mitch McConnell's side and being like, oh no, he's okay. He, he He's gonna be just fine to serve. Republicans are going after John Fetterman uh, for his stroke and saying he, he, yeah, his old self. Pumpkin, good evening. They're going after John Fetterman and saying he should step aside. And John Fetterman is probably going to be just fine.
9: We can, we can obviously point out, um, but I want to know... Why is that
2: even a concern of a presidential candidate?
9: Yeah, so, I don't, so I'll be very clear. I believe in answering questions directly, and then I'll get to what I think is even more important. I don't favor age limits, because I think it's up to the people to determine who governs, okay?
2: Oh, he, he totally favors age limits when it comes to the minimum age of voting. He wants to raise the voting age to 25
9: 25 now you could point to a lot of older people who might not be totally with it but you can actually have a lot of old people who are smart as a tack John Fetterman, who would have passed an age requirement who i don't think is fit to serve and i don't hold that against him i feel badly for him that a managerial class puts up these puppets that in some ways if you want to know what's going on it's not like an accident the less mentally competent you are, the more effective you are as a puppet and an instrument for the administrative state and the donor class. That's
2: exactly what he means, Sim. It
9: looks like elder abuse for a reason. The people who are abusing them are really a machine that are just putting up these politicians as pawns. I do favor term limits: three terms for Congress, two terms for the U.S. Senate. I signed the term limit that.
2: Oh, God, he takes that with him everywhere. That would
9: require a constitutional amendment. So I don't want to make false promises to tell you that's something I could definitely get done. The promises I make, I will keep. Here's a promise I will make and I will keep. A different kind of term limit. Term limits for the people who work in the bureaucracy. So think about this is, if I can't work for you, and that, that is the relationship I'm asking for. I'm in a job interview right now. If I can't work for you.
2: Yes, yeah, so we want to get rid of the people who serve uh, in in the the uh, bureau of investigative bureaus. We want to get rid of the people with experience in the IRS and shit. That's exactly what we want, right?
9: You all, the taxpayer, for more than eight years, which I think is a good thing. Then neither should any of those federal bureaucrats either, who report into me and that I can get done without a constitutional amendment, without asking Congress for permission or for forgiveness. And that's the most important kind of term limit because it's the bureaucracy that's wielding power today. That's really the source of cancer. Oh, the
2: deep state.
9: That much I will get done by the end of my first term. That's how we revive the lifeblood of this country. It's a great question. Fuck person-
2: Vivek. I do not like him at all. I also really don't like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who apparently is uh, out here threatening people. Uh, Marjorie's gonna grab her gun. I do have the video here, don't I? Yeah, there we go. So apparently she was at a town hall in her district, and uh, she said some bad shit crazy shit like she always does. I'm not high enough.
18: So not only did over 95% of Antifa and BLM rioters get off on their charges, there's some other examples. So just recently, you might have seen in the news, I don't know if you did or not, they probably didn't talk about it much. A man up in New York pled guilty to planning to murder me. Yeah, he pled guilty. He didn't even deny it. He sat in front of the court, in front of the judge and pled
2: that happened, we covered the story last week, he pled guilty, I mean, uh, he was just making threats at her, he didn't actually act on them. He
18: pled guilty. Well, let me tell you when that was. That was back in April, okay? And then, after he pled guilty, he got to go home. The judge sent him home.
2: Once again, it was just like terroristic threatening over the internet, and it was like electronic communications. He, he hadn't, like, planned anything out. I don't think he bought any weapons, if I remember correctly. Remember, we, we cover a lot of shit. Uh, I, I, I confuse some things. But this, we just did this story, like, last week. So, I want to say, like, he was just making threats on the internet, which, you know, right-wingers do to me daily.
18: Now, while January 6th defendants rot in jail for walking through the Capitol, a man who pled guilty to planning to murder a member of Congress went back home. And then, he had to wait for his sentencing hearing. That it was supposed to be in June, and then it got pushed back, and and it was supposed to be in July, and then it got pushed back. And then it finally came around, it was supposed to be in early August. Well, they changed it again. It finally came around in late August. And the judge said that he has to go to jail for three months. Yeah, three months, the man said, I was, yes, I'm pleading guilty to murdering Marjorie Taylor Greene or hiring someone to crack her skull open with a baseball bat.
2: But he gets... So yeah, 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 like, called her office, like, I need to hire somebody to crack your skull open with a baseball bat or something. That's all, that's all. (laughs) Like, yeah, that sounds about right, Marge. Three months.
18: And then guess what? He doesn't even have to report to prison until October 2nd. He's still at home. He can
0: come
18: on and kill you now. Yeah, sure, you can come on down and kill me. He can hire someone to kill me. He's going to be met with a big wall of bullets if he comes to my house. Yeah. Because I'm a big believer in semi-automatic AR-15s.
2: There was a shooting in her state today. Once again, there was a shooting in her state today. One person died, five were injured. We didn't do the story at the top of the show, but there was a mass shooting in her state earlier today. Wall of bullets, that's what Morge had to say. Somebody who didn't die of a wall of bullets, but died of natural causes. Uh, The former governor of New Mexico, I think he was ambassador uh, to Greece or some shit like that. Former New Mexico governor, Bill Richardson has passed away.
10: I didn't say something about my friend and a friend to many Americans, former governor, congressman, secretary of energy, and UN Ambassador Bill Richardson. UN Ambassador. Fell last night at the age of seventy-five.
2: I, you know, funny you should mention Bill Richardson's friends. That's that's. I wasn't going to do it until after the story. Um. Man, you really fucked me up. What, what? in the fuck did I?
10: CD rates will go up. That's not the that, hold on. You, you guys, hold on to your asses. Mr. Richardson spent decades in public service, most notably spending such a good transition to people who were held hostage or were wrongfully detained abroad through his nonprofit work. But he still never forgot where he came from, working hard to represent the people of New Mexico throughout all of that time and his work. He did that well. He's been nominated multiple times for the Nobel Peace Prize, including this year. Throughout his work, he took the time to encourage and guide future generations of public servants coming up behind him. He even ran for president in 2007, hoping to break ground, becoming the first Hispanic in the White House.
2: Sure sounds like a swell guy, doesn't he? But you bring up his friends. Bill Richardson had. Bill Richardson had a friend by the name of Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein accuser says she was told to have sex with Governor Richardson. A woman who says convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein kept her as a teenage sex slave claims in sworn deposition that a woman who served as the New York financier's procurer directed her to have sex with Bill Richardson while he was the governor of New Mexico spokeswoman for richardson who has not been charged with any crime denied on friday that he has ever met virginia guffray who says in her deposition that she was ordered to provide erotic massages and sex to several powerful men associated with epstein such as bill richardson who if i do remember correctly was in epstein's book
10: Sounds like a swell guy. He didn't succeed, but he never forgot about generations after him. When I ran for president, I remember getting a call from Bill Richardson. Keep your head up, work hard, be yourself, keep going. New Mexico Senator Ben Ray Lujan called him a quote giant in public service and government. And while both are true, I would also say he was a true champion Americans for Americans held abroad and a great friend to those who care about good public service, former governor and ambassador, Bill Richardson, you'll be missed. Is it wrong of me? Is it right? I did the same
2: thing with Bob Barker. Is it wrong of me to bring this up? Can both, both can be true. People, people can be, you know, Fucking charitable and kind hearted and shit and still be monsters behind closed doors. You can have like <laughs> being a, a a weird dichotomy of things is kind of a human nature. It's a it's a trait of, of a lot of people. Jimmy Jimmy, I, I somebody corrected me. The other day on the video, and I'm sorry I'm an Appalachian, Jimmy Savile, Jimmy Savile, I, did I say it right this time? Jimmy Savile, I think I said Seville last time, like fucking gave all this charity to kids, but like also he was diddling kids. I, I People are complex. You can you can be both a shithead and a good person. You can have things that you champion in life and also have proclivities that make you a fucking creep. I just I, I wanted to bring that up, I guess. That was good. Let's not forget what he did. Let's not forget what Ken Paxton did in Texas, goddammit. Let's clean house. Paxton is telling his supporters to lead a charge in removing his Republican rivals who impeached him. Paxton named House Speaker Dade Felon. (laughs) What a name. Of course you're a Republican, Mr. Felon. A fellow Republican in his brief—I I love fucking with people's names—in his brief remarks on Saturday in North Texas, the suspended attorney general faces a trial on Tuesday. Ooh, we got Paxton trial on Tuesday! Yay, this is gonna be fun. Hey, hey, hey! Is tones in here? Is anybody? Is anybody that uh, resides in Texas? Do you guys get uh, cameras in your courtrooms? Is this, is this going to be televised? Because holy shit, I want it. I want it in my... Just shoot it directly in my veins. Ken Paxton, the state's embattled, suspended attorney general, took jabs at his political opponents, including members of his own party, during a rare public appearance on Saturday on the eve of his historic impeachment trial that begins next week. Paxton... Oh, it's... Oh, 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 oh. I thought this was the trial for... Uh embezzlement or fucking uh public corruption or whatever the fuck he's charged with that he's been charged with for for five fucking years but this is apparently his impeachment trial this is his impeachment trial paxton is under a gag order that prevents him from discussing the trial that begins uh tuesday so like this should be televised if it's on the floor of their house or their senate it would be their senate But in remarks to a packed pavilion at a park near his North Texas home, Paxton blasted the Texas House of Representatives and impeached him and name-checked its leader, Speaker Dade Felon. I can talk about something that I think has become maybe the leading issue that we need to deal with as a country and the state needs to deal with, and that is something known as the Texas House of Representatives and the leadership in the Texas House of Representatives. We all know the name Dade Felon. I didn't until I heard it in this this. Uh, story. We saw the videos of what happened and we see his leadership, Paxton said, referring to a video of felon slurring his words on the house. Oh, yes, we watched this the other day. Motherfucker did appear to be drunk. So we're gonna we're going to get a video of how he sounded early on in the day, but like him being drunk doesn't mean you're not guilty, motherfucker. And all, all of this just shows how fucking batshit crazy the Republican Party is in Texas, which has a supermajority in their fucking state house.
20: Mr. Johnson's Senate amendment. The amendment is not acceptably offered. The question occurs in the adoption of the amendment. This
2: is, a- this is earlier in the day.
20: Mr. Kimball voting nay. Mr. Johnson and Harris voting aye. Mr. King of Hempel voting nay. This is hours later. Mr. Campbell, the an amendment. The amendment is acceptable to the author. Is there objection to the opposite amendment? The chair has none. The amendment is adopted.
2: The chair. Rec- he might not necessarily be drunk. Let me tell you. Like he could be X. NX would be the next uh, likely culprit. <laughs> oh, he, at least he attempted to keep talking. Mitch just completely froze.
20: Mr. Campbell sent an amendment. The amendment is acceptable to the author. Is there objection to the opposite amendment? The chair has none. The is adopted.
2: Stroke is also a possibility.
20: The chair recognizes Mr. Mr. Johnson of Harris. Mr. Johnson of Harris to speak in opposition to the bill.
2: not to speak in I'd be like, you okay, dude?
20: Niave Criado to speak in opposition to the bill.
4: Mr. Speaker, I'm directed by the Senate to inform the House that the Senate is taking the following action. Thank you, sir. Thank you.
20: Members may want to hear this announcement. Mr. Guerin moves the house adjourn until Monday at one PM. Is there objection? The chair here is done. The house stands adjourned.
2: I mean it seems like it's late at night. They've had a late session. He could he could be prescribed an actual a substance that would make him drowsy and start to slur his words as if he was drunk. That's entirely possible. So Paxton is saying, "Let's clean house." Uh, Paxton faces 16 impeachment charges, many of which accuse the three-term Attorney General of repeatedly abusing his office to help a campaign donor, Austin real estate investor Nate Paul. The Texas House approved the impeachment articles in May by a 123 to 23 bipartisan vote, setting the stage for the state's third impeachment trial since 1876. The Senate will serve as the court of impeachment, and senators will act as jurors in the trial that begins on Tuesday. Appearing alongside Paxton Saturday with his wife, Angela Paxton, a two-term Republican state senator who holds the McKinney seat he previously held as a senator, Angela Paxton will sit for the trial but won't be allowed to vote or attend private deliberations. His wife will sit for the trial. I sh- I love doing this shit. Like seriously, I find you guys the craziest shit on the fucking internet, and then we talk about it. We make jokes about it. Fucking, it's beautiful. We got a beautiful thing going on here, guys. I love you all. I give Texas a lot of shit, but for once, I think maybe they had a good law. Maybe, maybe you guys will be like, "Oh, no, 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 uh, that wouldn't be good for this reason." But I think this law is actually a pretty good idea. I'm, I'm down with it. So kudos to Texas and their stupid Republicans.
21: The state of Texas has passed a new law that requires those who have been convicted of killing a parent or guardian they have to pay child support. The offender will be expected to make those payments until the child is 18 or graduates from high school, whichever is later. If someone is unable to pay the restitution because they're incarcerated, they're expected to make payments no later than the first anniversary of their release date.
2: I'm into that. That sounds good to me. Seems reasonable. That wasn't already a law everywhere. Seems totally reasonable. I would assume you, you take civil action against that person, but if it's already written into the law, that's that's very cool, very cool. So earlier today, there was a lockdown at a prison in Minnesota, the Stillwater prison. Apparently it is still on lockdown as of a couple of hours ago, but the the whatever crisis has been resolved.
5: An emergency lockdown of the Stillwater prison is now over, and we're now hearing from corrections officials and family members with loved ones inside for the first time.
2: I mean, yeah, that's that's the issue clinically, is like... if you're If you're out here killing people with a DUI, you probably are going to end up being indigent. <laughs> so you're not really going to be like... Come from a rich family, I guess, it's cool that you you might be able to get some money out of them. Roughly 100
5: inmates refused to return to their cells this morning, which prompted the lockdown. Our Barrett Leon joins us live in Stillwater. And Barrett, you were just briefed on what happened today.
22: Yeah, Derek, we just heard from Commissioner Paul Schnell, who says that the situation is stable. All inmates have returned to their cells and no one was hurt In this incident. Now, this all happened around 8 o'clock this morning. About 100 inmates, dozens of inmates refused to return to their cells. According to the DOC, some inmates were unhappy with the modified cell release schedule this weekend, meaning inmates had limited access to showers, phone use, and recreation, and refused to return to their cells because of this. The DOC says this happened because they're about 50 officers short and that things remained peaceful, calm, and stable until prisoners returned to their cells late this afternoon now loved ones of inmates came to the prison concerned about conditions inside saying staffing shortages have led to multiple lockdowns or limited cell releases making for inhumane circumstances there's people in there that was fainted there's people in there with health conditions there's people in there that was using the bathroom on their self inside of their units it's unhumane what's going on in there
4: we want uh, to have a stable workforce um- We want this to be a good place to work, uh, and we want uh, the more staff we have, the more we can open up uh, programming, uh, which is exactly what the concerns of incarcerated people are. We understand that. Uh, We simply had to implement uh, a more modified schedule for the course of this weekend, and we understand the challenges around that, um, but this is how we have to manage it in light of where we are.
22: Now we did hear reports from loved ones that there wasn't any clean water inside the prison. Now, the DOC says this is a false claim. The water is clean, it's-
2: they in DOC, so I assume it is a state-run facility, but how many, how many things are they contracting out within that facility? Like, that's, that's the big problem. We, we, we are incentivized to lock people up to make money on all the contracts that fucking these private corporations bleed taxpayer dollars and we treat them inhumanely because we don't have enough enough staff because we can't fucking pay people enough money to work the job like it's just it's the same old story with everything in this goddamn country in this late-stage capitalist hellscape Fucking doing this stream might radicalize me even more. PP girl, good evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's pretty, super pretty cute
22: it's been tested however it is true that there has been limited access to showers for inmates now the emergency lockdown is over but there will be a lockdown on the prison until tuesday reporting live in stillwater barrett leone wcco news
5: all right a story we will continue to follow closely thanks barrett
2: ah <sighs> sim finding like the good things in the in the shitty story <laughs> well at least she's cute uh uh, this one's this one's a tough one yeah yeah, this this is like the only only rough story we're gonna have tonight so you might want to come back in five seven minutes if you've got a weak constitution on this one body cam footage released out of ohio a woman asked the police, are you going to shoot me? Before the police fatally shoot her. I'm with the video over here. Content warning.
21: captured by police body cameras.
4: I understand why it could be justified, but again,
10: I don't make that decision. Ultimately, a grand jury is going to make that decision. I think the video is going to speak for itself. I still can't quite understand why his gun came out. We bring you team coverage. You'll hear from the people touched by the shooting
21: and you'll see the video for yourself next on NBC four at five.
10: Now. Breaking news from NBC4. Body camera footage released today from the deadly shooting at Kroger in Blinden Township last Thursday.
2: Pregnant. Oh my God. What the fuck? And George, these officers, and George, like, hey, right wing, uh, every life is precious, right? Every, Every fetus is alive. Yeah, you know, this is this is going to be a, a second murder charge, right?
21: This comes eight days after 21-year-old Takaya Young was shot in the store parking lot on Sunbury Road. Young was pregnant when she was shot and also leaves behind two children. Now, we do want to warn you, the images you are about to see will be graphic and disturbing.
10: We are urging and warning viewers right now would be the time to leave the room or mute the TV. If you do not want to watch
21: we are also bringing you team coverage tonight caleb michael has the response from the family's attorney eric halperin is getting reactions from local law enforcement but we we begin with nbc4's jamie ostroff who is here to walk us through this newly released video jamie
17: yeah. so this video comes from the body worn cameras from each of the two officers who were involved in the incident last thursday each of those videos is just over one minute long as the confrontation with Takaya Young plays out in just a matter of seconds. The first officer to interact with Takaya Young approaches her car under the suspicion that she stole liquor from Kroger.
0: Hey, stop.
2: Hey, out of the car, out of the car. By the time the second- Why why would he be suspicious that she stole liquor out of the Kroger? Is it- for, is, is it a problem with the black woman driving a Lexus? Is, is that some sort of profiling going on here? An second officer gets to the car and motion that she
17: stole liquor from Kroger. Hey, stop. Hey, out of the car, out of the car. By the time the second officer gets to the car and walks in front of it, the first officer had asked Young to get out five times. He keeps asking. Young argues. You can hear the exchange on that officer's body-worn camera.
14: Out of the car. Out of the car. They said your soul stuff. Do not leave. Who did? Then, Then get out. No. Then get out. Get out of the car.
17: Young begins to drive. In this freeze frame, you can see the car make contact with the officer standing at the front of the car as his feet leave the ground. That is when that officer fires one shot through the windshield. We've paused the video to not show that deadly shot. When we pick up the video a moment later, you can hear the commands continue. The car rolls through the parking lot, stopping under the awning by the store. The video ends with officers busting the driver's side window to get Young out of the car.
2: Now, while Young argues with... I would like to point out that all of the crimes that we just watched the cops commit are far, far more serious than the crime that she was accused of that she didn't even have fucking evidence of. Holy shit.
17: One of the officers she denies, as you heard, stealing anything from Kroger. And I just want to walk you back to what she said. She said, quote, are you going to shoot me? Those are the last words you heard from Takaya Young. Also, you may have noticed Blenden Township police did not identify either of the officers, even blurred their faces. Chief John Belford said that is because of Marcy's laws. what he alluded to, claiming the two officers are crime victims. And the chief believes their identities are protected by state law the, the officers, officers are, are crime victims Second confrontation is why the officer placed himself in front of the car which was running and whether that was an appropriate tactic i took that question to a use of force expert who is not connected to this case and we'll hear his perspective at 5 30.
10: all right jamie thank you now the family identified the officer involved as Connor Grubb, and it's a photo of Officer Grubb from the department's Facebook page. Grubb has been on the force. Fuck you, Grubb.
21: We wanna turn now to NBC4's Caleb Michael, who heard from the family's attorney today. Caleb, what are they telling you?
11: Well, Jen and Jair, Sean the family attorney for Sakaya Young's family, says that this situation is heartbreaking and that she did not have to die. I also got the chance to talk to some of her friends today who told me she was the life of the party. It was always a good time when Takaya was around. They tell me that she loved her two little boys to death and was also very close with their family. Now today was a hard day for the family, as you can imagine, as they got to see that body cam video from the Blendon Township Police Department for the very first time. This morning, we were here when the family met to view it. They were inside for less than 10 minutes and then left not too long after that. In the statement from Blendon Township Chief of Police, John Belford, he says this situation is a tragedy and is asking for prayers to the family during this time. We're also getting a chance to hear from members of the community tonight. Many taking to social media to share their thoughts on this incident. I spoke with one social justice leader who says after viewing this video, someone needs to be held responsible.
3: I would love to sit up here and say like we can reform this system, but we've been making the reforms after everything. Death, and nothing is changing we say more training you know we fund we fund these police stations and we go yeah more training is the, the right answer training isn't it is not the answer in this case that officer was trained correctly and still messed up there has to be a account- accountability on that police officer and on the police station itself
2: i don't like this dude
11: Jen and Jared, as you all touched on, Connor Grubb is the officer we now know that was involved in this incident. Attorneys with the family were pushing for his name to be publicly released today. Jen and Jared Grubb is on leave pending a review. Local for you in Blendon Township. I
2: think the anchors names are Jen and Jared. Rolling down the street, smoking Indo, sipping on Jen and Jared. This is a horrible joke canceled Justin.
11: Caleb Michael, NBC4.
21: Caleb, thank you. Now the police union also talking about this situation and the body camera footage they are calling it a tragedy for everyone involved. NBC4's Eric Halperin is in Blenden Township with what else they are saying and the latest on the investigation, Eric.
14: Jen, the attorney general's office tell me bci's investigation <clears throat> is still going on once it's done it'll be turned over to the prosecutor the prosecutor will then present evidence to a grand jury the grand jury will decide if there are charges executive vice president of the fop lodge 9 brian Steele, started this dude at a news conference saying the body camera video is hard to watch he said when an officer walks up to a car. One of the first things they do is look for license plates. He said there were no tags on the car Young was in and pointed out when the officer stepped in front of the car, it was parked. He also called this heartbreaking and says the entire incident needs to be looked at. She's
2: also in a handicap spot. Now, I understand much of the public might be
4: wondering why even bother with allegations of shoplifting. There's no real punishment for here anyway in Franklin County. So why should the officer just let her go? Officers have a legal duty to act. They have a legal duty to act when they are alerted to a crime.
14: And the Blendon Township police chief also released a statement along with the video today. I requested an
2: interview. BB girl, girl is correct. They actually have no duty to act. The Supreme Court has ruled. They have no duty to act. Multiple courts, multiple courts have upheld that cops have no duty. The answer is no. In the 1981 case, Warren versus the District of Columbia, the D.C. Court of Appeals held that police have a general public duty, but that no specific legal duty exists unless there is a special relationship between an officer and, individ- and an individual such as a person in custody. <laughs> Well cops are also liars. So there's that, right? And sometimes they're th- they're thieves. so let me let me tell you like uh, like so this woman, she got a death sentence for being accused of stealing some alcohol from a Kroger. What does this cop get executed for stealing someone's debit card?
15: If it was a scripted drama like Law & Order, you might say, this could never happen. But this is real life. Meet Lena Ritz. She did what the LAPD
2: wouldn't do. That is until they saw... Ma'am, 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 let me tell you. I am three and a half years into doing a show called The Troll Patrol, where I find the wildest news stories from across the country on a daily basis. There is nothing... At this point that you can say. That is ever going to surprise me. Real life is better than any fucking TV show I've watched. That's why Black Mirror can't be fucking successful anymore. Because real life is way freakier now. <laughs> like uh, your, your, your little intro is dated. Maybe Maybe fucking 30 years ago. The onion has had to evolve. This is like, fucking, we're leaving you, but like that, that, that intro might've worked 30 years ago, but we living in 2023, ma'am. Ain't nothing you going to say going to shock me. All the evidence she gathered
15: and wait until you hear who the suspect is.
8: I was fired up because I don't like injustice.
15: Lena Ritz's troubles started on July 16th although she wouldn't know the extent of them until later. On that Sunday, she went to the LAPD Detention Center in downtown LA to bail out a relative on an unrelated charge. A couple of days later, she was going through this phone case where she keeps her credit cards when she noticed something wrong. Her debit card was missing. She discovered someone was using her debit card to buy expensive items she went into overdrive.
8: So I logged on to my online bank account and I noticed a very large transaction at a furniture store.
15: And I thought, this is very weird. Lena called her bank customer service representative
2: over and over again. But she says she got no... Sh- hold on, hold on, hold on. Her store is called Herodize. Uh, okay, so if I'm going, okay, it, it seems like she's a beautician. If I'm going in to get my hair cut, she's the person I want to, like, I, when I had hair, right? Kind of bald right now. Bald boy summer. Tomorrow's Labor Day. It's coming to an end. Bald boy summer is coming to an end. Justin can grow his hair back out. So if I was going into a beautician to get my hair cut, she's the good, like, I'm going for the, the woman that has the coolest hair, has the cool tats. sim say no thank god yeah bald boy summer i've I've been planning this i want my hair back by the time we're doing election coverage next year Uh, you're gonna be cutting it it'll be like on it might be shoulder length by then but um paradise paradise what a name for a beauty shop this this is wild over and over
15: again but she says she got no assurances that Citibank would cover her losses or even investigate in fact they pointed an accusatory finger at her saying that she must have made the charges because a debit card requires a pin they referred it to local police Lena says she tried reaching the LAPD a dozen times again no interest in helping her
8: when the detectives wouldn't do anything, I thought to myself, w- where do I go from here?
15: So Lena turned relentless investigator. She went to every store where her card was used. Then,
2: Bank of America is fucking being shit to her. Like, I'm sure she's saying, like, turn off my debit card. They're like, no, it must be you going to this furniture store. What the fuck? What? God what, what?
15: Goddamn! They referred it to local police. Lena says she tried reaching the LAPD a dozen times. Again, no interest in helping
2: her.
8: When the detectives wouldn't do anything, I thought-
2: Yes, my credit union is amazing. I've banked with the credit union for 10 years now. I love
15: them. She went to every store where her card was used she tracked down receipts with dates and times she begged cajoled and convinced some of the stores to give her the security video of her card being used by the suspect
8: Home Depot was very helpful they sent me clips of him using it and I asked for it to be time-stamped. there's a security team at IKEA and they've got great cameras that followed the man around and saw him not only using my card
15: weeks had passed thousands of dollars had been charged to her missing card and no break, but then Lena enlarged the suspect photo and finally it hit her like a ton of bricks. Remember when we told you she had to go downtown to bail out a relative? The suspect the guy on the store surveillance video looked exactly like the friendly cop who handled her intake that emotional the
2: friendly cop. At the Detention center
8: I put it together and I said this actually looks a lot like the police officer that took my stuff through security that I met at the Metropolitan Detention Center
15: not only did Lena have photos of the suspect officer Edmund Bababians, she had a photo of the suspects car and a partial plate suddenly The LAPD was urgently calling her.
8: Gosh, you know, I remember the moment that they confirmed that it was him. I was a mix of emotions, to be honest. I felt, a part of me felt elated, also relieved because I thought that that meant, okay, I'm getting my money back and justice is gonna be served.
15: Well, as far as Lena's bank, Citibank emailed me today and said that they are investigating the matter.
2: Oh, I said Bank of America. I'm sorry, Citibank. Fuck Citibank, too. Uh, Just a scummy. And it sounds like they're going to try to fuck her over if they can as well.
15: Lena says almost $2,000 was debited from her account. As of tonight, that money has not been returned yet, but she certainly got their attention, Christine and Alex.
2: You shouldn't have had to go through all that. God damn. Wow, what a story. Content warning, because this one might piss you off. A cop has been cleared of excessive force charges from George Floyd protests. Two other cops have been found guilty. The NYPD inspector, Jesse Lance, argued George Floyd demonstrators acted as obstructionists. Now, I looked him up, and uh, he has uh, four different complaints on him. Two were apparently found to have merit. Others were considered meritless. An NYPD inspector was cleared of internal excessive force charges stemming from a 2020 George Floyd protest, while two other officers were found guilty by the department, according to a new report. During his trial at NYPD headquarters in March, Inspector Jesse Lance testified that Kedwin Payamps and other bicyclists acted as obstructionists and uh, blocking officers from carrying out their duties on June 4th, 2020, during a demonstration in Clinton Hill. Oh, oh, the protesters were protesting? Gee. Apparently, crowds hurled bottles at police. Well, they deserved it. Lance claimed that he used his baton to deliver two blows to Pyamp's backpack using at least uh, the least amount of force possible. The Civilian Complaint Review Board prosecuted the excessive force charges. Pyamps testified that he was riding his bicycle away from the protest when Lance confronted him. Then, he said, a group of officers rushed him and arrested him on Washington Avenue near Fulton Street for violating an 8 p.m. curfew. I want to say I remember this. We're not getting a picture or anything. I want to say that we watched that video. when I had like one or two people watching me at a time that was, that was a long time ago so much duty and PP let's go from PP to BTK I can't believe can't believe that we're talking about the BTK first of all, as I said like didn't this happen years ago hasn't he been locked up for like fucking 20 years so the murders all happened between 1974 and 1991 he apprehended in 2005 that's why almost 20 years and we've got New developments in a case that dates back to the 70s. On the run for
5: a second day with a huge multi-agency manhunt underway for him, law enforcement is offering a $10,000 reward for any information leading to the capture of Danilo Cavalcante. He is 5 feet tall and 120 pounds, and he was doing life without parole. Law enforcement officials believe the 34-year-old may ultimately try to head Uh, To his home country of Brazil, where there is an outstanding warrant for a different murder. Now, a CNN exclusive. He confessed to 10 murders almost two decades ago. He was known as Oh, is he dead now? A name he gave himself, short for bind, torture, kill. He is currently serving life sentences at a maximum security facility in Kansas. And now there is new
2: evidence that may connect
5: the infamous BTK serial killer to additional murders.
2: Wasn't he like a fucking deacon in the church or some shit? Like a uh, I didn't he even uh like coach at like a like a fucking grade school fucking goddamn I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he was a deacon in the church. Dennis Rader. I'm not seeing that fact. Did I dream that? He was a church deacon. I didn't didn't think I made that one up. Arjit Casares spoke to the killer's
5: daughter and got exclusive access to some of his diary entries and drawings.
1: She was a uh, a very uh, full of life typical teenager.
7: This is Cynthia Don Kinney, a 16-year-old cheerleader who vanished from an Oklahoma laundromat in 1976. The self-proclaimed BTK serial killer is now the prime suspect in her case and several other unsolved homicides spanning three states. It was parts of this journal belonging to BTK, real name Dennis Rader, shared exclusively with CNN, that prompted law enforcement in Oklahoma to act. Shortly after Kenny's disappearance, the sheriff's office received an anonymous call.
1: That male caller informed them that she was located in an old barn.
7: No evidence that lead was ever looked into. Her body was never found. But authorities are now looking at this journal entry by Raider. bad wash day.
1: He marked that in 1976, he had murdered someone from a laundromat.
7: For the first time, law enforcement is revealing detailed drawings made by Rader, showing young girls tied and bound in barns.
1: Our hope was to get these drawings out in hopes that someone will recognize these barns
7: as investigators combed through Raider's old files for clues that could link him to Kinney's murder and several others, an unexpected volunteer stepped forward. His daughter, Carrie Rawson.
18: If he's innocent on these, I will defend him. If he is guilty, I will nail him to the wall.
7: Working with authorities, Rawson
18: visited her
7: father in prison for the first time in 18 years.
18: He's in a wheelchair. He has no teeth left. And he he went from this like vivacious man that was hiking with me right before he was arrested to like an elderly man. Did he
7: confess to you?
18: No, he did not.
7: Rader has been in prison since 2005. After pleading guilty to 10 counts of murder, he has not confessed to any additional crimes. But just last week, authorities heard this during one of his prison calls.
1: He said there might still be some things in some old barns.
7: This new investigation led authorities to dig up the area around Raider's former family home just last week in Kansas. The result? More potential evidence discovered. A well-constructed hiding hole. What did you find in the hole that you can tell us? A hiding hole!
1: Personal-type items. You know, we found uh, items that could have been used for binding people. We found uh, some different uh, remains from materials you know, carpet fibers.
0: John,
7: I was also told that in that hole, they found what are called trophies, items that definitely belong, they say, to females. Now, the next step is that all of these items need to be forensically tested. They need to see if there's any relevancy to these brand new
15: items do, 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 to
7: these unsolved cases. This hole was just found last week, John, because of Osage County, Oklahoma. And now, Osage is saying that all of these unsolved homicides that they're looking at, they know what the girls were last seen with, last wearing. They have seen Polaroids that Raider made that are part of that journal that have him even wearing some items from his victims. They believe there are some matches of these unsolved victims to items. They want the FBI. They want the Kansas Bureau of Investigation to see if they have those items. So forensics is going to be the key to
5: this. Stunning new details. I imagine we'll be hearing a lot more from you on this. Jean
2: wonderful report. Thank you. Wow.
0: Cool. (sighs) Oh.
2: The people of Hawaii are still hurting after the historic wildfires. There are many wildfires that are historic, burning throughout the world. Greece still being ravaged by wildfires. The uh, Southwest ravaged by wildfires. Canada ravaged by historic wildfires. It's almost like climate change is going on. Did we wake Warlord up? I'm getting ready to get to the, get to the Burning Man coverage here in a little bit, but first, uh, we're going to hear from Oprah and The Rock cause they need money.
17: Continuing our coverage of the Maui fires, new this morning, Oprah Winfrey and Dwayne The Rock Johnson have launched a fund to support those devastated by the Maui fires. The People's Fund of Maui will directly support impacted residents. Every adult resident over the age of 18 who lives in the affected areas and was displaced are eligible to receive $1,200 a month.
14: And we're calling it the
2: People's Fund of Maui. I, that's, Huh. That is woefully inadequate. There's so much wrong with this, there's so
23: much wrong with this. Maui, because every dollar that you send is going
14: to go into an account that goes directly to the people.
17: To contribute to the fund, find the link at kitv.com links. If you are a resident, you can apply for relief at the same website. Oprah and The Rock have donated $10 million to launch the fund. The People's Fund of Maui was inspired by Dolly Parton's My People's Fund, which supported families who lost their homes from a wildfire in Utah.
2: Oprah is a billionaire. a billionaire TV star and the world's highest paid actor gave just $10 million. Now, apparently Oprah is a resident of Hawaii and uh, The Rock's mom No, 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 I'm sorry. The Rock's grandmother ran the hawaiian territory yes 10 million is not even one percent of her net worth i like i i may be wrong on this but i feel like oprah could have easily given a hundred million dollars and not even felt it 200 million dollars and not even felt it Oh shit! How like I squashed the story somehow? More than three weeks after the tragedy, two stores with ties to Hawaii announced the creation of a new fund that directly uh, and speedily helps displaced Maui residents. I mean, at least it's something. Yeah, they could have easily, one, they didn't have to go and be all public about it. They could have very easily gone and funded organizations in the community. They could have gave it to local governments to disperse as they saw fit. I'm glad the people, I'm glad the people of Hawaii are getting something because it doesn't look like the government's gonna do anything to help them. Because that that ship, we should just tax the rich people. And then when shit like this happens, actually pay to fix things. And we shouldn't have to depend on the charity of rich assholes. People of Florida are dealing with the aftermath of Idelia. Idelia. Thought it was a weird name for a hurricane, but its name was Idelia
17: is where people are recovering from the damaging winds and flooding brought by Hurricane Idalia. ABC's M. Wynn has the lead. Idalia,
2: I'm still saying it wrong.
16: This morning, Idalia from Florida to the Carolinas, leaving behind a trail of devastation. In the big bend of the Sunshine State, where Idalia made landfall as a Category 3 hurricane, buildings and businesses
20: destroyed. It was heartbreaking. She had many tears. And just thank god
16: nobody died houses ripped from their foundations wow debris littered the landscape here in st petersburg florida more than 24 hours after dahlia had passed most of the waters have receded except some neighborhoods are still flooded like this one up to 10 inches this mother of five returned from evacuation to find
2: her home in Daniel, somebody on my fucking tiktok was, like, talking about, like, oh, the system's broken. People are living off government. Uh, they're living off welfare. Like, welfare's not a thing. But said it, like, a million times. But, like, I'm, like, it's literally impossible to live off of food stamps. The most you can get is $200. And that person responded, the most you can get is $200 and your house paid for. And I'm, like, in what fucking world, you idiot? I, plenty of people have called me Justine throughout my life. I answer to it. (laughs) I, I don't mind. I am kind of an effeminate man. I paint my nails. I like sparkly shit. I've got a colorful wardrobe.
16: Inundated with up to two feet of water. Outside, this pile of their belongings. All of it destroyed. You just brought it all out here? Yeah, Uh, they're gonna, we have a, dump truck where the city said they were gonna come pick everything up so we're just trying to get it all out get the house it's
2: infuriating talking to these people
16: everything including her home itself where are you gonna go after this Um, well, we still kind of have to figure that out, but we're safe and healthy and And They're not there to help people like this. Everything's replaceable. President Biden signing a major disaster declaration for Florida with plans to survey the damage on Saturday.
10: Our immediate priority is working with state and local officials to really understand what their needs are.
16: President Biden is asking Congress for billions of dollars in extra disaster relief funding in the wake of Adalia and the wildfire disaster in Maui. Emwin ABC News.
2: Saint Petersburg I fucking like this hurricane season is going to be insane. We're ju- we're just getting started. Libertad, did I tell you good evening? I don't remember if I saw you earlier or not. Climate change fucking everything up. Fucking things up so bad. There's this there's this um There's this thing called the desert, and apparently the desert is flooding. Let me say that again. We've got this thing called the desert, and the desert is flooding right now. The desert is flooding right now. Now for a look at your
23: top ten headlines in just two minutes. The TSA says by the time today is said and done, more
2: than five million people will... Oh, oh! I thought I thought this was a story about the heavy rains coming to Las Vegas. Passed
23: through security screenings nationwide in the last two days. The last full weekend of summer expected to bring full planes and full roads. The best time to avoid the rush if you're driving after 7 p.m. on I'm Monday, not a pre-watch, and Andy. Police have now identified the 93-year-old woman who was killed after a dog attack earlier this week. Aww. be made to died a day after the attack both dogs are now a woman and detectives are investing oh
2: poor puppies
23: fire left a dog dead that's according to metro fire says the fire started just before five two cats
2: this is the shittiest news the cats escaped because cats are smart WERE SAVED FROM THE MOBILE
23: HOME. METRO FIRE SAYS NO ONE WAS SERIOUSLY HURT AFTER THIS UPS TRUCK CRASHED INTO A HOME IN SOUTH SACRAMENTO. THE DRIVER HAD MINOR INJURIES. EVERYONE INSIDE THE HOME WAS OKAY. A WILDFIRE OUTSIDE HOUSTON, TEXAS HAS NOW GROWN TO MORE THAN 4,000 ACRES. EVACUATION ORDERS ARE IN EFFECT. IT'S ONLY ABOUT 20% CONTAINED. CREWS ARE WORKING TO STOP IT FROM SPREADING. THE PRESIDENT IS IN FLORIDA THIS WEEKEND TOURING THE DAMAGE LEFT BEHIND BY HURRICANE Italia. THE PRESIDENT TOLD PEOPLE HE'S money oh, federal man. funds to help survivors rebuild and give a boost to businesses that were damaged he did not meet with governor ron
2: they tr- they're trying to do a whole troll patrol in 2 minutes during
23: his visit, the union that represents more than 150,000 auto workers in Detroit has voted to authorize a strike if they see fit. The group is now working to negotiate better wages from the three automakers who they say brought in more than 20 billion dollars in the first
2: part of this year. You got a great so, show for you tomorrow night.
23: for giving advice about strict parenting techniques, has been arrested. She's facing six counts of aggravated. Yeah, this is wild. After officers found children who had open wounds and signs of malnour strong rain has flooded parts of southern Nevada more than 4,000 people are without power more than 100 flights out of Las Vegas have been canceled and officials are asking people to stay off flooded roads today people are mourning the life of Jimmy Buffett known for his hits like Margaritaville and cheeseburger in paradise in a statement the artist's family said he died at peace in his home surrounded by his family friends dogs and music and that's a look at your top 10
2: Apparently, he was a hardcore Democrat. I I would have figured he was a uh, a dude bro right winger. I wonder if he ever got to play at uh, Burning Man. Notice it it, uh, talked about the flooding in Las Vegas. The desert is flooding and this has had a consequence for the Burning Man Music Festival which is an outlandishly overpriced Festival that takes place in Nevada, (laughs) and thousands of people are stranded because of the flooding in the desert
18: thousands of people are still stranded at the Burning Man Festival. Storms swept through the remote desert location, which left a muddy mess. Authorities say they are investigating after one person died during the extreme rain. As CBS 2's Christian Benavides reports, people are now being urged to shelter in place.
6: Storms sweeping through Nevada's Black Rock Desert, where crowds gathered for this year's Burning Man Festival, have left tens of thousands stranded after desert sand turned to mud. Authorities are investigating the death of at least one person. It's
14: kind of a state of emergency. Everyone was asked to stay in their camps and ration food and water and not
6: leave the premises. Husband and wife, Michael and Olga Davidson made it out after first attempting to bike through the mud.
7: Bicycle can't move
6: anymore. Then having to walk for about two miles.
16: We are
15: walking out.
16: For us, it was like, we can't drive out from here. We can't fly out from here but we can walk out from here and
6: let's just walk. Eventually, Davidson was able to help someone whose car was stuck. That driver got them to Reno, Nevada, but tens of thousands remained stranded. Among the lucky who got out, celebrity DJ Diplo and comedian Chris Rock, who posted they walked six miles through the mud before being rescued by a fan in a pickup truck.
2: Fans rescued Diplo and Chris Rock. Oh my God. So I don't, I don't even recognize any of these acts guys. What the? Oh, there's, there's multiple stages. That's. I feel like I don't, I don't know any, am I out of touch? (laughs) <laughs> Who are any of these people? I mean, I know Diplo. Why is this? Do you guys know any of these acts? DJ Tennis Nexus Reeves Mom Butter Pickle I don't I don't know any of these these people Justin can I but here's the thing: it's like I listen to like I listen to the music. I listen to the music that comes out every Friday. I think I'm cool. I'm 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 hip. Come on. <laughs> I I listen to like is is Post Malone not cool anymore? Have the kids moved on to something else? <laughs> uh, Glitter Cat. Glitter Cat sounds cool. There's two things I like. I like glitter and I like cats. <laughs> I don't know any of these people. They're they're like circus troops and tiny concert bands. Like that's I've I've been to like 300 concerts. I I, I thought I was hip and down with it. The last concert I went to before the... Pandemic was Beck, Cage the Elephant and... uh, Spoon. That was an excellent show. This dude says we're going to keep on partying. But apparently the Independent doesn't want to play in this browser. Let me get a different browser here. Oh my god, Marjorie Taylor Greene on Burning Man is impossible
9: and there's about 70,000 people stranded on a barren lake bed
2: but fortunately burners are
9: badass and brought all the supplies we need or most of us we got people who came by bus camped on the edge of the city they're in pop-up tents and at risk of getting hypothermia but we don't need outside help we're gonna bind together get radically self-reliant dry out the furniture and keep the party going the alternative is to fall into despair roll over and die and we all have a choice in how we're going to handle this so everyone open up your starlink satellite so people can communicate with their families make an expedition to the edge of the city with food and water and don't fight anybody because we're all in this together Bury those negative thoughts in gratitude for your life Because a couple people didn't make it last night And know that we're all going to clean up this mess and get out of here This is the hand we were dealt this year And together we're going to get through it
2: Well he was extremely positive I was, I was going to mock him Because he was like we're going to keep the party going But he was extremely positive I like his attitude uh, Somebody whose attitude I don't like is Marjorie Taylor Greene who apparently had thoughts on Burning Man but I really
18: believe the next thing Is going to be this, cu- this Climate change crisis they're going to create it into an emergency. And, Alex, I want to talk about Burning Man for a minute. we
2: It's not an emergency that it's flooding in the fucking desert? We are watching,
18: uh, you know, from a distance. There are approximately, like, seventy-three or 75,000 people in, in Nevada. And, and they're locked
12: in there from floods. And I'm yes. glad—I I was, I was going to raise that. They literally did a mock sacrifice in all this, and then it flooded with these tornadoes <laughs>
2: It was, sorry, go ahead.
18: Well, you know, God has a way of, of making sure everyone knows who God is. I'll say that about that.
2: I, uh, an effigy is like a thing, right? That's what it's called Burning Man. It's a giant effigy.
18: But let's talk about what is happening to these people. So there's, the, there's 73,000, 75,000 people in Nevada desert right now at this Burning Man. They're locked in. They're not allowed to leave. And they're basically probably being brainwashed that climate change is the cause of all of it and it's going to destroy the earth and they're they're feeling the panic and the the media is saying that oh this is because
12: you didn't know about climate change
18: yes so what's going to happen alex it's the same thing, same way they launch any kind of movement. After this is over and Burning Man and these 75,000 people disperse and they go back home, they're gonna have these stories to tell and how terrible it is and how we have to do everything possible to stop climate change. It's caused by humans and it's carbon. And it's the amount of carbon that we put out. It's manufacturing. It's our, it's our gas and diesel engines. Well, it, it is. It's you know, agriculture. I mean, AOC wants to get rid of cattle even that's not true we have too many humans putting out too much carbon you're going to start hearing all this i'm stuff.
2: gonna have a fucking beef taco and when i, I get I off here this is
18: the left's new lie they're going to put on the american people and try to get everyone behind and create it to where remember aoc and the left and many others said that the, the, the earth is going to literally explode in a ball of fire we're going to all die it's going to be the end of the world
12: 2030 what
18: this is what they're brainwashing people to believe
12: No, I totally agree. And now Biden says he's set to announce a new climate emergency that Klaus Schwab said three years ago they do after COVID. So they literally cut our resources off and make it fancy.
18: Well, let's be realistic though. Yes, the climate changes. It's been changing since the beginning of time, since God created the earth. The climate has changed. And that is the reality because we live on our planet is 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 moving. It's rotating. It's moving through our the only
12: constant is change.
18: It it always changes. It rotates around the sun. It moves through the galaxy. Our galaxy rotates through the universe. Of course our climate is going to change. But does that mean people are causing it? No. Does that mean we have to raise taxes to to stop it? No, absolutely not. Does that mean we have
2: to- Ah, Dustin, you know me so well. No, I actually mean tacos. What a fucking, oh man, the stupid, it burns. I really owe you guys, uh, a good fucking puppy video after that, don't I? Especially (laughs) after I hit you with dog death earlier, shit. I try not to do things like that. It wasn't my fault. I was misled by the headline. This video isn't going to play. Oh, oh, there it is. Oh god, it's short. Oh, why you gotta do me like that? Well, at least you can see uh, a short puppy video It's super cute. Damn. Felt like it was over before it began. Well, this is the last time I try to get a video from Newsweek. This is a dog who was in a shelter for over 400 days, now in his forever home. Can't stop smiling in his owner's car on his way to his forever home because he is a fucking adorable. This is Moose. Moose found two people that look like they're gonna fucking love him and take great care of him. Apparently he was struggling at the shelter but has now been rescued and I'm so happy to see a smile on Moose's face. Tomorrow night we have a fantastic show planned for Labor Day. It is the freaking Labor Day Live special uh 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 solidarity stream it's all labor news we're gonna catch up on the upcoming u a w possible strike looks more likely than not strike we're gonna we're gonna get the update on the w g a strike I've got Tom Murillo performing in front of uh, uh a strike I got all kinds of shit that's labor related It's gonna be a fantastic show. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. Justin Freegan, we'll see you tomorrow night.